Yeah, let's just put that in the right spot. Um, I mean, PvP is a sport, but like, not exactly what, not exactly what I wanted to do. So you know, whatever. Hey, but now people know that the sports channel exists. The sports channel in our Discord. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because the sports TV channels existed for a while. I would. I would say. Yeah. Oh. Don't get me started on sports. I didn't start yeah, sports. my uh, work was a fun talk. My boss was at that game last night. At the game? Or, sorry, no, he was at a bar watching the game. Okay. Yeah. Because he at... took off early, and I was like, wait, where are you going? He wasn't at the game because the game was game at, wasn't out of was state. in Dallas, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, get me started on that. Sorry. No, I, I obviously pay attention. <laughs> no, I mean, I had uh, – one, the the I've I've got a couple of coworkers that have asked about it. One of which uh, was already is out of town today, so like he didn't get to tell me about it. Like I'll be walking into work and be like, "So how how about that game?" Because he's like he like listens to the highlights or whatever on the radio, like in the morning or whatever. Um, and it's just like, oh, fine, I get to relive whatever happened. Yeah, I don't love those conversations but i am very well informed considering i follow the kraken as much as i do so yep <laughs> if you don't follow hockey the kraken were eliminated in game seven of round two by the dallas stars in a you know it was a good game it was a good series it went to the final game of the series you know i won't complain Year two of the Kraken existing, that's a pretty good result. But you know what we will complain about? Oh Pokemon God. Go, let's go! I was going to say literally everything else as you blast out the mixer and potentially break my headphones. Thanks, bud. You're welcome. to the Battle Science Podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talk about Pokemon Go's PvP. I am one of your hosts, Steven, a.k.a. A Boy in the Woods, joined, as always, by Jesse, a.k.a. Rocket Admin J. Hey, that's me. It feels like it's been months since we had our last podcast, but I think that's just because of the sheer amount of cracking uh, stuff going on back and forth and driving around and everything, and all of the news and everything, I swear, like the end of last week. We're Two like, big gut punches. Yeah, like, well, I get the news, and then, like, I'm, like, reading it at lunch break, and then, like, the rest of the day, it I'm, just like... kind of sinks in. It kind of, it sinks in, but, like, everyone's like, I'm speechless, I'm speechless, and I'm like, no, more accurately, you're in grief. We're all in grief. And we'll get there. We'll get there. Don't worry about it. But, yeah, it's one of those things that's like, I don't know what to say. It's like, no, you're you're just grieving. Hi, Jamar. Um, did we give, <laughs> speaking of, <laughs> did we give uh, does JMR just have the gold color now? Because that's that's kind of spiffy. That's you can change spiffy, your color, it's a spiffy gold uh, username color there in the Twitch chat. JMR, it's, it's 
But the date is uh, irrelevant. Who cares? <laughs> I care. Point, nah, who cares? Uh, it's May 16th, 2023. Last episode was on the 5th. It honestly feels like it's been weeks. a long time. A really long time. We've also just had a bunch going on in between then and now. And I wonder if it's like the light switch of change of seasons here in Western Washington. Of like, Oh, for oh, sure. Rain, 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 rain. And it's 90. Yeah. <laughs> you keep peaking. I'm going to turn me down. I'm turning you down. I have too much energy tonight. I guess so. You're actually talking into the microphone this time. Actually, that's you're, you're, you're away from the mic. That is kind of impressive. Then you're just projecting that much. Not like a bad projecting, but like voice projection. It's like, me, the announcer. You always default to that. What do you want? Do you want me to default? Maybe, maybe you need to get a new catchphrase. <laughs> I broke him. I broke him. We got him. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Prepare for trouble? Uh, You know what? Rocket Admin J, you, honestly, I don't think you've really... I've never really embraced the evil. You've never really embraced the Team Rocket. I have. I have asked if you wanted me to get you a sh- Team Rocket I shirt. I hate T-shirts. I will have to find a way to get you a like button down. I have a pin, lapel. I, I know, but like, I will need to find a way to get the big R for Team Rocket on you. So, but speaking of letters of the alphabet, how about the big P? <laughs> the triple P's. Ay ay ay. Ah. Please don't take that out of context. Or do, honestly, it's more fun that way. Um, remind me, I will actually just pull it up um, and send it to you because how about the big P reminds me. Oh, no. Uh, Is this NSFW? Uh, it's just a funny... It's just a Funny, funny haha joke. Yeah, it's a funny bit. I'll have to find it. I'll have to dig through. The Patreon podcast producers is not something I'm going to have to dig through. Winston the Champ, Evo Stevo, Jmar, and Dan P, a.k.a. Saurabh, thank you for going over to patreon.com slash battlescience and backing us at the $5 tier or more to become Patreon podcast producers of this fine podcast podcasts. You can go over to the Patreon and check out the battle science podcast posted a few days earlier it also goes public for everyone at roughly the same time as it goes up on podcast services as well as if you're backing us on patreon you get access to the battle science after dark podcast patreon exclusive podcast it's complicated patreon the battle science after dark podcast where we talk about whatever with whatever language we put it behind a paywall generally speaking because we use foul language and we Talk about other things that aren't Pokemon, um, etc. So, update on the Patreon. It's um, I don't know how to really like broach this subject without like. I don't have I don't have a script here. Jesse and I, battle science isn't ending, but we're gonna take a hiatus. So Jesse and I have talked on and off about it for a couple months now kind of just gauging each other's interest in pokemon go and in pvp and the waxing and waning of our time and interest and availability and the battle science podcast sometime in june we'll be taking 
a unspecified break. So we're not we're not going away. We're not like disappearing off the face of the earth. This isn't a two-handed or or double suicide. This isn't I know that's dark. I went dark. I was going to say, I was like, hop in my car. How about we just say the mic's going off for a bit? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. Uh, So the Battle Science Podcast in its bi-monthly, I hate that phrase, bi-monthly. It's not every other month. It's every other week. It's twice a month. The twice a month format will pause for a while. Um, The, we actually, I'm thinking about it now of like uh, the logistics of it. Like, do you want to just do Battle Science After Darks and put them up for free on the Patreon anyway? Just we can talk about that another time. Okay, it's something we have to work out. Because but... I don't want to get too rusty on the mics. I guess I just enjoy doing this, but I just we just don't have the oomph to keep doing PvP content currently. Amongst additional news that not to be overshadowed or. Not to overshadow news we were going to talk about, but the at some point in June, uh, maybe the first episode in June might be our last one before hiatus. We'll figure out dates somewhere. The Patreon itself is going to be pausing as far as payment. So if you try to back us for June, you won't be charged. If you try to back us for July... I will set a reminder to not charge people. I have, there's a button I have to press at least once a month to pause Patreon subscriptions. Pause Patreon subscriptions so that y'all don't get charged. So I think technically you can still back us, but you won't get charged. So you'll you your if anyone backs us on Patreon, those of you that back us on Patreon, you can unback us from Patreon. Reduce subscription, etc. You won't get charged for June. When June 1st rolls around, you're not going to get charged for it. You'll still be a Patreon in the back-end system, so you'll still see our page. Our page isn't unpublished. It's just that we're not going to charge you. We're not taking money from you. We're not taking money from you. So if you want to remove yourself just on the off chance in the future or what what have you, go ahead. That's all up to you. We'll figure out what we're going to do as far as additional content here and there, If we're, when we're going to continue. If we continue, we'll let people know. That being said, that is for the Patreon exclusively. The podcast feed will continue to be there. It will still be... The podcast itself will be up there. I'll have to do math to see what our billing cycle for Podbean is to see... I want to say it was July. Yes. So the it will be at least up for, see where May, at least thirteen months. Mm. So it'll at least be up for another year. I don't imagine we'll have an entire year hiatus. <laughs> I imagine we'll have some sort of we're either going to continue the podcast or we're going to end the podcast news between now and in thirteen months. Yeah, but the podcast format will continue to be up there youtube is free those are just going to be up there no matter so if our the podcast services go down if the podcast ceases to exist on podcast services it will continue to be up on youtube not entirely there was a point there's a point in time where i started uploading it up on youtube so at some point i might go 
back into the archive because I still have all of those video files and put them up on YouTube so we have the full, since YouTube is free. It's odd that a video hosting site is free but a podcast with ads, but a podcast service where you don't have, doesn't have mandatory ads. It doesn't feed ads before or after isn't free. It's kind of strange that way, but YouTube's also just this weird unicorn. They also put all those out on all of the audio platforms for us. True. True. But we have to go through the work of linking it to all of those. Whereas YouTube is just slapping. YouTube is just there. It's the car salesman. This yeah. baby can fit so much video files. Yeah. The uh, whereas like Podbean, you have to go through additional work to put it up on other platforms, but they don't charge you any additional. They charge you just for hosting it there with yeah. the RSS feed and everything. So, it's weird. I think I think technically the the same thing with Patreon where even if we've paused it, if I continue to pause it, the podcasts will be up there as well in on open to everybody. So you can go there and listen to the podcasts up until we started posting the podcast up on Patreon. That's probably the one place where I won't go back and re-upload all of the old stuff. It's probably going to be YouTube, if anything, where yeah. I put the old podcasts up. But if you're going to go listen to the old podcasts, just be aware for cringe and <laughs> slightly less quality, because I won't say we've really improved quality wise at least myself i still say um a bunch of other stuff you've gotten better i'm consciously fighting the urge to say it every (laughs) other word it's a real war inside my brain yes youtube.com slash e slash battle science will continue to exist the discord will continue to exist it's i mean it's already really quiet but yeah. it'll still be there. The Twitter will be there. Outside of sports ball and me complaining about things. I mean, but it's there. Yeah. Anyone's and welcome to join. Scarlet and Violet raids, because those don't seem to have any sign of stopping. <laughs> so <laughs> They have for a thousand Pokemon they can put into that pipeline. They won't. Like, seriously, give us a weekend break. What's <laughs> wrong with you? <laughs> I swear. Actually, but if you're listening to this recently... If you want the go-to Pokemon, if you haven't done a Chestnut raid, or what's it called? Not Chestnut. chestnut. Is it Chestnut? Okay. Yes. The Chestnut raids, run an Applin. Run an Applin, Apple Acid, Grass Terra. Uh, not Applin. Appleton. 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 Apple Acid mm. is the goat. It starts stacking the de- the defense debuffs. The special defense debuffs. You'll want it fully trained, etc. But it's it's great. You can solo it. It's also a great support, etc. So, and it's a grass dragon. Yeah, yeah. Which means it's getting hit for neutral at worst and not very effective at best. Yeah, like by everything. The uh, I think we managed to put some stuff together and got everybody that joined us. One of them. Yeah, we had a couple people in the Discord who were like that. A couple of people that had done it, a couple of people that hadn't. And I've been meaning to go back and farm it for some more resources because I just haven't played a whole lot of raids recently. No, something else came out that was uh, a little bit more <laughs> distracting. Well, I mean, b- between that and then, and we'll definitely talk about May, since we haven't done a May Battle Science After Dark podcast, we will definitely talk about our feelings on Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. No spoilers. We can do a spo- non-spoiler and spoiler sections. Okay. 
I think between now and if we record it next week, we'll have played an absolute Mac 10. So I need to get some more time in. I spent we'll all my weekend hiking in the mountains. We'll have this next weekend. I spent this weekend running around for cracking games, etc., and like sleeping. So you know, I feel you. <laughs> Totk. Totk episode. Totk. The Totk episode. I can't do two hard consonants at once. I don't know why, but I default see TikTok when I look at that. Uh, me too. It's terrible. <laughs> it's as Legend of Zelda TikTok. What? I don't. <laughs> I like the name, and I so far kind of understand the name, but also I don't like the abbreviation. Yeah. So. Mm. I think that's it. For introduction, yep. I think so. All that stuff's available. You can still go over to patreon.com slash battle science. It's got all, all of the link stuff. It's got the content. We'll do at least one more Battle Science After Dark podcast. We'll have at least two more battle science podcasts i think Matthew-ish? no you are not jmar you are pure yes that is fantastic <laughs> i mean i'm not even on tiktok but i've heard enough about tiktok and seen the name often enough that for whatever reason i see t-o-t-k and see tiktok for me it's the i don't have the ad blocker for youtube and i don't have the subscription so tiktok ads are every <laughs> other freaking video yeah, I have. I love YouTube. Uh, YouTube Premium's great. It's so nice. No ads. It's great. Do it, or don't. You know, it's up to you. But let's hop into some light news before the heavy news. Where's my button? Giddy up now. This is the news roundup. Okay. And now I gotta open my menu. May 2023, Community Day, Fennekin. I think in a announcement that surprised none of us, Fennekin is going to be the featured Pokemon for the Community Day on May 21st. That is Sunday, May 21st, 2023, from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time. That's this weekend, by the way. As you're listening to this. Yes, that is that is Sunday. So hopefully we, uh... you listen to the podcast either Friday or Saturday. If you happen to see the thumbnail for the YouTube video for a last episode. Yes. <laughs> so the announcement, this this post went up on May 1st. We recorded the podcast on May, sec- May 2nd or May 3rd? May I think 2nd. May 2nd. And the podcast went up on May 5th. So we just kind of forgot that the announcement was made and didn't talk about it. So, oops. Uh, I put, I... I realized that how long how long after you left did i send you a message like two hours was it two hours yeah i feel like i sent you something like within 30 minutes of you leaving i think i realized it within 30 minutes of you leaving okay uh, and then sent you a message afterwards just like as i'm building the i don't know if i've said it on the podcast before but i've said it elsewhere i love making the youtube thumbnails so if you want to just get a giggle just go look at the battle science podcasts youtube thumbnails and then some of the ones for like the violet playthrough i did i love making the youtube thumbnails it's it's just goofy and fun and i can get kind of clickbaity and just the fun fact i make them in google slides (laughs) because i don't have photoshop on this computer and i'm like very fluent in photoshop cs6 
but that would mean me digging out an old laptop and booting it up and it's going to just exhaust tons of hot air like my laptop's going to use scald on my lap like as i'm using photoshop or it'll use heat wave or yeah exactly or i can just use google slides on either this computer my tablet my phone and upload it from wherever because i have the handful of like, Hashtag required not sponsored not sponsored by google slides yeah this podcast is brought to you by google slides <laughs> of all of the, the the google office suite we're talking about google slides and how I make my PNGs via Google Slides. You know, there's somebody out there that's sympathizing with you right now. I mean, I'm not. I just wanted a a very quick and easy way to like throw text and Pokemon sprites together on, on one image in a in a clickbaity way, and it works. <laughs> PNG Pog is that what that is? <laughs> the Google Slides is incredibly robust for just the simple needs that I can spend 15, 20 minutes on it. No, I can see it. Yeah. No, it's the name. What is the name? Hover over it with your mouse. Okay. I'm scared. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) That's not Pog. No. The the last episode of the Battle Science Podcast's thumbnail featured Fennekin in the corner with a tear running down its face because I completely and totally forgot to talk about Fennekin. I believe you and I even talked about it ahead of time and we just didn't put it in the dock. So we're talking about it here today. Fennekin Community Day. This Sunday, May 21st, uh, from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time. If you're here in western Washington, it sounds like it's going to rain, which thankfully means not weather boosted, but also it's PvP relevancy. We'll kind of briefly talk about that here. Fennekin, the fox Pokemon, will be featured during May Community Day. Fennekin will be appearing more frequently in the wild. The shiny is being released with this event. I believe it's got like a gray-silver shiny that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. It's gray, silver, red. Delphox will earn will learn the charge attack blast burn, similar to every other fire type starter so far. Uh, as well as, while Braxian evolved into Delphox during the event, we'll learn, learn brass, Blast Burn. There's a lot of bees here. Starting at the beginning of the event, Delphox will be able to learn the Charge Attack Mystical Fire. Delphox will still be able to learn Mystical Fire after the conclusion of the event. So we all know the stats of Blast Burn being a pretty darn solid fire-type charge move in some cases there are more ideal alternatives i believe blaze kick is preferred on blazekin blazekin but that's just because it's a little bit faster and blazekin squishy i've sent you a link okay i don't know what you're sending me a link for and where where did you send the link discord discord okay Mystical Fire, according to the information here on the page, Mystical Fire in Trainer Battles is a 60 power and will decrease your opponent's attack. According to Data Miners, that is a 100% chance that is guaranteed to decrease decrease your opponent's attack by one stage. 
Mm. As well as... It's not referencing the the energy requirements. PB Poke is referencing here. Blast or Mystical Fire looks like it might be an Icy Wind clone. The play with that on Delphox doesn't really change Delphox's performance overall. I believe the other one, yes, JDY, I believe the other reference is that it is similar to lunge is lunge an icy wind clone it's a little bit more powerful okay a little more damaging yeah okay but it's also a guaranteed so is icy wind okay that's that's nice so delphox being a fire psychic do you know what its fast moves are Actually, I have the you have PB like poke. I just said to you. I have the PB poke thing <laughs> open. Why don't I just look at that? I so believe it's confusion and fire spin. It might have amber. Delphox is the third one, right? Yep. Lol. Fire spin, scratch, and zen headbutt. Okay. It, it doesn't, doesn't even have, have confusion. confusion. Jinx, but <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's really bad. Yeah. Like it needs incinerate. And confusion, and it would probably play. That'd be really better. gross, though, because then it would be much like a uh, Galvantula. Oh no, yeah. a fire type that would actually <laughs> perform. Actually, not really, because then it's it's still slow. It's still slow, but like, give it Psycho Cut, go crazy. Well, I don't know if it. Uh, all right, I'm gonna get into my bag. I'm gonna get in my Duffy here, and we're gonna go over to. Honestly, I just think it's its stat distribution makes it ineffective. We're going to Cerebi, and we're going to go look up Delphox. How do you make a fire type good? Give it bulk. Literally (laughs) anything but what you're doing now. I'm sorry. Lilio, best fire type. Yeah, as as well as it's a normal type. It's absolutely bonkers. I'm sorry. Uh, Five, seven, gen nine decks. I don't know about that shiny form. That's mm. interesting. It goes to purple. It goes purple. This is which one is this one? What game is this? Gen nine. That'd be Sword and Shield, right? E, no, Gen no, eight was Sword and Shield. Scarlet and Violet. So this is so Delphox is technically Delphox is technically in Plump Crazy Fox. That's a good one. So Delphox is technically in data mind in the master file for Scarlet and Violet. So technically this is the most up-to-date information. So Mystical Fire is a move that it learns on evolution. Let's see. So it can get Shadow Ball, which is great. It can get Ember, which is not great. Flame (laughs) Charge, which I think it already is referenced as having. No, Fire Spin is what it already has. So flame charge is... A charge move. That's the one that... Buffs attack. Oh. Reverse mystic fire. Please? Please, for the love of goodness. Uh, Flamethrower, bad. Will-O-Wisp, not in the game yet. Psychic, not here. Oh, goodness. No, I lied. Look at that charge move pool. Fire blast, flamethrower, flame charge, psychic, mystic fire, and blast burn. It has literally all of the like almost all of the fire type fast move or charge moves that are available in the game, and most of them are bad. 
<laughs> so, you know, take your pick. It's all garbage. Does it get quick attack? No. No? No. So it learns the best it could get is not even. Does it get snarl? I don't think it even gets tackle. N- not via level up. No. Not here. So actually, I'm going to go to the previous generation because this might not have all of the information, the all of the moves it can learn. Scratch, Tail Whip, Ember, Howl. Psy Beam, Psy Shock, which would be... Interesting, but again, it doesn't have good generation. No. Let's see. By TMs, it could learn Hidden Power. That doesn't help it. <laughs> Name well, a Pokemon that's good and go with Hidden Power. I'll wait. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Don't say Luxray. That doesn't count. <laughs> not n- no. Um, no. Not even in that scenario where you wanted Luxray with ground type hidden power. Remember that meta? The oh, electric, yeah, I do. The electric that's, cup meta. That's what I'm referencing. Yeah, that's gross. No, it has. Um, what if I told you it has literally nothing? What if I told you this was a fire psychic version of Golden Go where it has literally no good options? Oh. It has all of the things that it could technically learn. It doesn't get Psycho Cut. It doesn't get Confusion. It doesn't get Incinerate. It doesn't get Incinerate. Huh. I don't understand yeah, how so that's it's, possible. What are its stat distros? I don't think its stat distros matter if it can't get good moves <laughs> that's insane yeah so it's just shafted like torterra yeah that's really bad torterra and for alligator let's see ultra sun ultra moon move tutor attacks it can't get low kick that's a yeah so zen headbutt is where it's getting so it has zen headbutt in the in go but it has it as a move tutor move in sun and sh- uh Sun and Moon, Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Iron Tail's not a. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird, but okay. What a choice! Yeah. It's a interesting. It's a setup. It has a lot of. In the main like, series yeah, games, it plays a really games, good support. Really role. interesting support role. Base stat total for. <laughs> yeah, you need a the shadow version is probably going to be the only thing that's good for just just fire type deeps. Base stat total for Del Fox, you are looking at 75 HP, 65 69 attack. Nice. Not actually. 72, I mean against your sentiment, but uh, defense 72, special attack is 114. Obviously a special attacker. S- special defense 100. Speed 104. So it's a special type, special attacker. And then did you say how much? 134 for special? 114 for special attack. And that's its highest attribute or is it speed? That's its highest. Speed is at 104. Special defense coming right after that at 100. Okay. So it's just not great overall. I mean, it's a starter. It's supposed to be just kind of, kind of versatile. Get you through the mid and early game. Yeah. And fire types, as I have been told in the main series games fire types aren't something you normally get very quick so fire type starters are usually 
fairly solid just because you're getting... Well, it's either that or your flying type that you get at the beginning of the game. Right. That deals with As all anti- your early game grass and bugs. The only reason you run fire late game is to deal with pesky ice if you don't have a fighting in rock or mm-hmm. um, an answer to end game grass and bugs. Yeah, it's uh, not good. It can't get any better, really. Because um, I think the other two starters that gen were... Froki and oh my goodness i'm gonna break your brain here what so per i take this with a grain of salt because it's not actually out in scarlet and violet yet but guess what learn move it learns via tm in scarlet and violet oh my god it actually can get so much better why (laughs) charm gross mud slap gross (laughs) mud slap or mud shot oh both it can learn both (laughs) It can learn both in Scarlet and Violet. And I'm taking Scar... So, again, take it with a grain of salt because it's not in the game yet. Boom burst. It's not in the game yet. But, but, if this information is accurate, this thing could get gross. Could you imagine a a fire psychic type with mud shot and blast burn? Does that even exist? No. Mud shot with a blast burn? No. It's insane. I could see it getting charmed before they give it mud shot. It learns fire punch and thunder punch, mm. which is interesting as a uh, special attacker in the main series. The charm would be the thing it needs because that deals with darks. It still gets mm. yeeted by ghosts, but that you have all those fire moves to cover things like Trev. Do they give it confusion here? Don't s- no, I don't see it. No, interesting. I, it's an interesting Pokemon. It's a unique starter, but because I think the only currently other fire psychic type we have is Victini. Yes, I think Victini is still going to perform better. Yeah, just because V create. <laughs> yes, exactly. The only other fire psychic that I can think of that will get hopefully soon is Zen Mode. Dar- Darumaka and Darmanitan. Yeah, we've had radio silence sorry, on that. Darmanitan. Darumaka yeah. doesn't change. That's an interesting one that we haven't... We just haven't gotten... We haven't gotten any updates. And that has been out for... I mean, that... Two and a half years plus? That's There's a lot of things that are like that, though. Like, they still need to figure out how they're going to do wishy-washy. I mean, unless they're already figured, it's already figured out, and it's kind of in the backlog. But it's one of those things of like, so you release Darumaka and Daruminitan, but then you don't even touch or even reference the fact that it has a Zen mode. But we'll put out the Galarian. We'll the... put out the Galarian form too, and it's like, <laughs> what? I imagine if anything, they'll turn it. They'll treat it either like a Furfro, where it's a form change. Mm-hmm. I believe it changes stats when it changes forms. That's the complicated thing. Then they just release it like Deoxys, separate ones. Put it in raids. Yeah, that's weird. It's just kind of gross. Don't it's as long as they don't release it as a split evolution with a random chance. There's a reason I haven't evolved any of my Darumaka into Darminitan. Or is it the other direction? So Darminitan. No, Darumaka yeah, Darumaka. yeah. I haven't evolved any Darumaka into Darminitan just because I don't know if the Zen mode's gonna be better and if what we're looking at stat product wise. 
I still I've think left them alone. The regular Darmanitan looks hilarious. It reminds me of All Might. It's kind of it is humorous. <laughs> Not enough blue. No. But yes. Fennekin uh, Community Day. Fennekin Community Day. Let me go back Ooh, over. Oh, there's the shiny. The shiny's pretty cool. The silver with the red. Mystic Fire doesn't really help it. Blast Burn doesn't really help it. It can't even get confusion, which is a real bummer. I'm glad I went into my Duffy and went to look at the main series information. I do that a lot, and I love doing that. It's like speculation. But it also confirms sometimes the worst of it that things like Golden Go and Delphox can just arguably never be relevant with the way that Go is formatted. Until with they moves. give it something different. Unless they make a drastic change to the move pool. Have we had any starters that have had that happen for a community day where it came out, was really bad, and they made one adjustment and it became, I mean, Charizard. But that was an overall, that was a blanket update with Wing Attack. But that's, I think, a great example. Yeah. Was Swampert? Swampert's always been relevant. Hmm. I think with the Shadow, Venusaur was got improved because I don't think there's a whole lot of relevance for regular Venusaur. I still see him around. And the Shadow Venusaur was just mostly so you could Oko with a Frenzy Plan. Mm -hmm. And Dragon Claw on Sceptile really didn't move the needle. So yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I don't I don't think there really has been a starter Pokemon that's gotten buffed after the fact to really make to it. To make it more relevant. Yeah. Blastoise is due for one. I don't... That's another one we'd have to dig into the Master File to see what... Or the the main from the main series main yeah. series and see if there's a move that's in go that would actually give it a better better bonus. Can it roll out? <laughs> so the one reason to look here for Fennekin, other than just getting one for Community Day and getting a shiny, is it is three times Stardust for catching Pokemon for the three hours. The additional bonuses, I believe, are all existing here. So two times candy for catching Pokemon. Lure modules activated will last for three hours. Incense will be incense activated will last for three hours. Additional XL candy trades requiring fifty percent less Stardust, etc. One extra special per day. One extra special per day. All of those are the same. All of those are the same bonuses we've seen in previous community days. Uh, raid battles afterwards. Four star raid. Battles with Braxian. Interesting note. Uh, Braxian was the... Of the three forms of Fennekin and Delphox, uh, Braxian was the one they used in Unite... Or not Unite, uh, Pokken. That's... Yes, I believe... What Did they use Braxian or not? Yeah. Interesting. Fennekin was a support. Hmm. I didn't... I really never checked out Pokken. Okay. I stayed away from it. But it was one of those unique ones like it was an actual fighter mm. and so was Krogunk. Oh, and not Toxic. Why not Toxic Croak? I don't know. There's so just bizarre. some really weird picks. Were they like Yoda in Soul Calibur 4 where Basically. it was like a smaller hitbox? So <laughs> yeah. anytime you were using a regular move, you any down crouch. move it would hit, but any regular Horizontal. move would just, yeah. Hated that. I thought that was so dumb. It was the dumbest thing. I mean, I played on Xbox with Yoda, but that's why I played Astroth. I hit everything. <laughs> you know, that's not a bad, not a bad strategy. But it's still absolutely ridiculous when you can do that in a fighting game. 
Mint Community Day themed field research will be available. Catch Fennekin to earn rewards such as additional Fennekin encounters, Stardust, Ultra Balls, and more. Adorable Fennekin stickers, I swear, seriously. Why the Pokemon Company doesn't sell sticker sheets with the stickers from different events. I mean, there's some people that'll print them off and sell them. Yep. I should find someone that is doing that for these because that's fantastic and they're adorable. Do you have a hookup? What's that? Do you have a hookup or do I need to search Etsy? Uh, I'd say Etsy. The ones I usually find are at some game store at the mall. Mm, Okay. Like the import stores. I guess I will have to go diving. (laughs) All right. Uh, I'm just going to skip that bit. Who cares? What? Looking for other trainers to join. I was just going to skip it. If you're looking for other trainers in your area to trade battle or join raid battles with on Community Day, check out our Community Day map by searching for community parks. You can find areas in your city that are historically popular places for Community Day. These parks may be fun places to play with your local community while enjoying some fresh air. Asterisk popular locations are provided for informational purposes only. Oh, interesting. Let we me guess. This map may for be our area, Esquatrain Depot, Downtown Bellevue Park, Marymore, Redmond Town Center. <laughs> I'm actually hitting most of them. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> Does it say Lake Sammamish's one? Lake Sammamish State Park. <laughs> Veterans Park. I don't know anybody that plays a Lake Sam, but okay. Evans Creek Preserve. That's That's the Onyx Nest we went to. Onyx Nest? A long time ago. It's the dog park that's Marymore? No. Is that where that is? I don't know. No. It's just Evans Creek Preserve. Evans Creek Preserve. Blah, 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 blah. Evans Creek Preserve is up north of Sammamish. Why is it recommending Redmond Central Connector Park and not Marymore? Which is, is it not saying Marymore? It, no, it's not. Probably because they don't want people going there. <laughs> what do you mean you don't want people going there? It's like the hugest park we have on the west side of the entire state. It's like the best place to go where if the weather's nice, everyone's out and half of the people were playing Pokemon Go. Obviously, they don't think so. (laughs) But they do have the mall there. Yeah, they've got the mall there. Kirkland, Peter Kirk Memorial Park. Juanita Juanita Beach, which is a pretty solid place to play. Can confirm. It's been a while since we've been to Green Lake for a community day, but that's suggested here. I figured we would do that for something like Axew. Okay. Yeah, I haven't been there in a while. Etc. So. Is that? Seattle Never Center? been yeah, to what about down south? I'm curious now. What are you looking for down like south? Like past Olympia. What does it say? Uh Tacoma, Olympia. Fort Borst Park. Where's that? Just Centralia? above Centralia. Yeah. yeah. So you remember that park I told you where they had the Landfest at? Uh-huh. Those big trees along next to the freeway. Mm. And the next one's at Longview, close to the border. Wow. Border between Washington and So there's and a couple of places where they go, hey, we've seen people traffic here. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. that's. Mm. I mean, Lake Sam kind of surprises me because... I know a good portion of the squad community, and I don't ever hear people go, let's go to Lake Sammamish for community day. I think that's more, we took our kids and we played the game while they were swimming. 
Which, by the way, uh, I don't know if you should swim in that lake. The water's not the cleanest. I mean, is is the water clean anywhere? Rattlesnake's pretty good. That's cold, by the way. I mean, uh, sure, it's still of, spring. Of this last weekend, it's yeah. cold. <laughs> yeah, dude, just because it's hitting 80s outside doesn't mean that the water's any warmer currently. No, it was about 35. Yeah, I that doesn't... So, again, it's still spring. It's not summer until, like... June? Yeah. Like, June 5th or well, something. I, I'm saying this from personal experience. I went and put my feet in. June 21st is when summer officially starts. <laughs> We've got a long ways. Like an absolute monster of a time between now and then. What, three weeks? June 21st. One, two, three, four, five, five. in a day. Okay. Five in a day. Take that. All right. Speaking of June. Save the dates for next season's Community Days because the season ends at the end of May. Community Days for Season 11 are Saturday, June 10th, 2023. A Community Day Classic on Sunday, July 9th. Excuse me? Oh, no way. Seriously? Yeah, what? Why? What? I'm going down to visit uh, Bugcatcher and Battle Ram for family vacation that weekend. Oh, nice. That happens to work out. Hopefully it's something good. It's a classic, so who knows? Sunday, July 30th, 2023 will be the normal community day for July. Sorry. How funny would it be if it's Larvitar? The one that they've already had? <laughs> I went down there to play with them for. <laughs> I think it's been featured enough, and they haven't done the community day classics for Pokemon that have been getting Megas. Yeah. They haven't really correlated those two, so. <laughs> community day classic, Mega! <laughs> Sorry if I peeked again. Yeah, you're doing it again. <laughs> Actually, I'm not quite sure how far you went that time. Nope, yep, you you went close. Darn close. The... Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. It might be something that like, hasn't been featured a whole heck of a lot. So it could be like Marie. <laughs> Marie, I was just going to yeah. say. I mean... Will one Steven finally get his hundo? One can only hope. At that point, again, am I still playing the game? I don't know. S Sunday, August 13th, 2023 will be the final Community Day of Season 11. Community Days aren't the only events on the horizon. Here are the dates for additional in-game events coming next season. So these are exclusive dates. Theoretically, if these correlate to what the dates were for Season 10, these are Season 11's Elite Raid days. So you're looking at June 3rd. And July 22nd. So two of them. Two of them. And then the weekend, the final weekend of the season, GoFest Global, Saturday and Sunday, August 26th and 27th, 2023. So theoretically, we know the dates for the community day, or we know the dates for the community days, three regular and one classic, which has so far been the pattern. And theoretically, we know the two days for the two different elite raids. Now what they're going to be don't know are they actually the elite rates also don't know but saturday june 3rd and saturday july 22nd are the two additional dates and then the very last weekend because they always like to do an event series 
two-day event series at the end of each season. Go Fest for season 11 is going to be August 26th and August 27th. Do you think we see the last ultra, uh, last of the Ultra Beasts? I have no idea. Okay. I have no idea what we see. Oh, oh, oh for the Elite Raids? Yeah. I don't think they're that good to put there. In elite Raids? I don't think so. Because they wouldn't... We could... We could get absolutely wild and get the two Calyrex forms. I feel like that's an Galar. event. Base Calyrex, if maybe? They, if, they if they put do, if they put and Calyrex then the Rider as the GoFest legendary. That's true. They could do the two horses. What other legendaries from Galar have we not gotten? Because it really depends on what they do for GoFest. Because those are going to be elite raids that are going to be in the theme of GoFest. Well, if it's Diancy. Diancy is X and Y. We could get like Zygarde or something. Although Zygarde's like story-wise is not integrated into X and Y. But they could theoretically, the Pokemon company could theoretically write something that is a better story. Because they've done that with previous GoFest. Would they make that an elite raid stuff? though? Or would they make that like an event research? Probably an event research. So Zygarde wouldn't make any sense. Because it's the cell forms. What's X and Y's mythics? Zar, Zar, the Z one, the Thundercat, whatever its S name is. Um, not Zorua. Zorark. Zorark. How's it going, Battle Ram? That's one we don't have yet. We have Zarude. See, I want to go to Sandstorm. Do, 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 do. No, not Unova. Kalos. Let's see. I'm just straight up missing one. No, Xerneas. What's before Hoopa? In the decks, I have no idea. Yeah. Seven eighteen and seven nineteen. Zero Aura, that's the right one. It's so why is there Zero uh Zora? Zorark, and then there's Zeraora. It's a great question. It's so confusing. Let's see. No, uh, no, 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 nope, 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 nope. I mean, realistically, we could get, we could get weird Galar stuff, because there's no reason DNC isn't can't be associated with other stuff. Could also see more Hisuian. <laughs> we could see more I feel more like Hisuian. those won't be. No, I think we see we see legendaries. We see odd legendaries. So from Kalos, we're still missing Zygarde, uh -huh. Deancey, uh, Carbink, and uh, the fire water one, the steam. And oh, that's a mythic. That would be interesting. It's not a legendary. It's a mythic. So, yeah. From Sinnoh, we're still missing Arceus and Theom and Manaphy. We don't see those in... Yeah, or we yeah we don't see those in raids. We will okay, not say see we were in missing in Namorous, which is the fourth genie. Ugh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Right? But yeah, the uh, what's it called? I don't think anything will quite Volcanion. fit. Volcanion. Yeah, I don't think any pair of legendaries will quite fit like the two horses from Galar or the two additional Reggies from Galar because it's just a pair that they can just do two EX raid days I mean, as they long could, as they function well. They could also put in Zossi and Zamazenta armored form as legendaries for oh. elite raids. I'm going to come. <laughs> wow. Okay. That'd be great. That'd be great. Oh, wait, by the way, you can only do these in person and they could break. But here's like the two best Pokemon we're going to release. 
for months. Zacian and Zamazenta armored forms. Oh, that'd that would be gross. Be, that would be so good. Big brain. Yeah. <laughs> Big brain Niantic. How a to little, force people to touch grass. Yeah, a little late on the bringing people back in in interesting. Also, they would have to get it to work right the first time. <laughs> Sorry, beta region. Which probably isn't going to happen. That would be gross, though, because they get... They would... No, They'd have wouldn't. boosted stats too. Yeah, yeah. They would. Requ- it would almost require like Probably a ten to fifteen 10 lobby. Yeah. yeah, ten safe. Good luck getting enough people. That'd be fun. I live rural. Well, sucks to be you. <laughs> get on a bus, go into town. You came at the get on a bus with the same energy, like in my brain, as the kingpin it's all about the mets baby the mets <laughs> and so i just have that in my head yeah that's but that's all speculation at this point yes the other bit of lighthearted news that we'll cover here never miss with the master ball coming soon to pokemon go Except if you maybe flub it. I don't know if they'll regen it back into your inventory if you just drop it because of rain or something. But, you know. I imagine it's one of those things where it just. You tap it. Here's your screen. Uh-huh. The circle never disappears from the maximum border of your screen. That's true. You could just. It just appears. It's asks, or they could do. You do... Want, are you sure you want to use this? It will it will auto-catch, and then you hit yes. It also it... might play out like a quick time event like they did for Let's Go. When you go to throw the ball, mm-hmm. it automatically sk- starts an animation that flies straight to the Pokemon. Interesting. It grows wings. Like, I think in Let's Go, the animation is you select to use it, and it says, are you sure you want to use this? And it just cuts to the character straight throwing it, bunk off the thing's head. It's immediate. Yeah. Guaranteed. It's like if the Pokemon's shiny from a raid, it's a guaranteed catch. Trainers, in the course of your travels, you may have heard of the very best Pokeball with the ultimate level of performance, the Master Ball. When used, it will catch any Pokemon you encounter in Pokemon Go without fail, whether it be in the wild, through lure modules, after raid battles, or while using your daily adventure incense. I'm going to pause you really quick. Uh So the reason, pause real quick, was it does mention after raid battles. That is interesting. We've only ever been able to use Premier. Premier Balls. They recently added a couple patches back the ball tray slash slider mm-hmm. in raids. I don't know if you, if you noticed that. That's interesting. Are they gonna then? You'll be able. To, that's for this. I want. Okay. I'm wondering if maybe they say, okay, you only get X amount of pokeballs to use. Or no, yeah, no, maybe it's it'll just be an option to use that between instead. those and a premier ball. Yeah. Interesting. I'm kind of surprised they didn't add it more as like something next to the berry icon or something separate. Instead, they just put the whole ball tray, and then I'm assuming it's yeah, I know phrasing. Well, no, that's a very odd way of doing it. You're the putting it next to the berries makes more sense item wise, or just above where the balls would be, yeah, on the screen or something like that. It's probably a coding thing where it says value master ball allowed, but uh-huh. nothing else. True. But sorry, please continue. 
This powerful item will soon be available to all trainers of Pokemon Go. What will you use to it to catch? Seasonal special research. Let's go. Throughout Season 10, Rising Heroes, free special research will be available. The final story will begin on May 22nd, 2023 at 10 a.m. local time. Willow's back with some news on Team Go Rocket's latest plans and a gift. You'll be able to claim the special research until the end of Season 10 Rising Heroes on June 1st, 2023 at 10 a.m. local time. Trainers who complete the research will get a Master Ball as one of the rewards. Receiving a rare and powerful Master Ball is a special occasion. Think wisely about how you'll use it and keep a lookout for future opportunities in Pokemon Go to acquire more. So that would make Pokemon Go the first ever Pokemon game in which you can acquire multiple Master Balls without cheating i mean you could put it on put it on a pokemon from another game and send it over sorry per account okay yeah per <laughs> per instance this is the first time you can get more than one pokeball or more no than one, one master, master ball. ball it might also be one of those things where you like the super rocket radars where and i know someone will comment on this where you can have more than one at once but normally you're not supposed to have more than one at once yeah I mean, that's a possibility. It's an interesting concept of you can't acquire more until after you use the one you have. It's a very odd FOMO-esque instance that really doesn't, I don't think, makes a whole lot of sense. Also, the amount of times where, like, logically, it would make sense to use a Master Ball. Like, I don't think it really exists unless they release shiny Galarian birds. I think that's, daily incense? that's the one thing people have been commenting about is, I'm going to use this on Galarian birds. Well, well, hold on before you do. Yeah. Those you, will eventually be put in raids. Let's not get ourselves. Or, well, potentially not. Potentially. There is a chance that they don't. The only asterisk there is you have one Master Ball, and you will have multiple encounters with the different Galarian birds. And if you're looking for the right stat spread... Does it really make sense to use Interesting a point Master Ball? and note on that. Because of the way they spawn, mm -hmm. there's no way to know if it's a hundo until after you catch it. Yeah. Well, uh, Even the tools say a range. Oh, because they're all going to be the it's super dark red. completely random. Super dark red circle, so it can't scan the color for catch difficulty. And the CP is all over the place, so who knows? Yeah, so you're really shooting the wild card using it on yeah, those i don't think it makes sense to really do it unless there. you really want it and you don't have anything else you want to use it for another interesting note is they recently hid the catch rate values in the master file what does that mean that they can now go forward changing the catch rates on anything and not tell us oh they put it behind a uh so like zipped file or something. There's the also data miners. A, the data miners can't see what the catch rates are. Well, going forward, they won't be able to see anything. Hmm. There's another note on that. But the fear and rumor being spread around is that means shiny legendaries will not be 100% catch rate anymore. Because now you'll have something that guarantees it. Yeah. I mean, that's I a mean, really that's, negative stipulation. That's but a really really odd thing to do when your sh chance of they yeah i it wouldn't surprise me but it's it would be a very 
unfortunate situation. But that also means that they can uh, they can fudge the numbers of the actual catch rates can, of regular raids. Can I? Can somebody explain to me why Pikachu's are so difficult to catch? I'm never gonna get a hundo because of <laughs> how I'm just trying to catch a Pikachu. Why does it keep breaking out and running after the second or third ball? Or because even the first. They're akinning it to the anime where in Ash's case it doesn't like being. I don't a care about Ash's case. <laughs> I'm trying to get a Hundo Pikachu because it's the signature Pokemon. It's their Mickey Mouse. Exactly. It's the Mickey Mouse. I'm just trying to get a Hundo Mickey Mouse. Do you know how difficult that is when it breaks out of the first ball and runs immediately? Even though it's three hundred CP. Tell you what, I'll start saving them for you so I can trade it. No, I want to catch it. <laughs> I want to catch it. I want to. I want to engage in the core mechanic of the video game, which is catching Pokemon. But it keeps default failing. I don't understand it. So you know what the kids would say, right? What get good? Sounds like a skill issue. <laughs> I need get some of that copium. <laughs> <laughs> Have I told you what I want to send via Xbox Live Party Chat to the people that uh, crouch over my Spartan in multiplayer what? when I play Halo? Is this safe? No, I shouldn't say it on the podcast. Then don't. And I shouldn't send it to people via Xbox Live because I will get... I will, I will. I will most certainly get reported, but I will send it to you via text. It is a quote from Fallout New Vegas. And if you know... Fallout New Vegas, you will maybe be able to extrapolate what phrase I'm thinking of. So the other note to kind of finish off this announcement is they say other opportunities. That doesn't imply it'll always be research. That doesn't imply that it won't ever not be purchasable. That's true. You can buy more. Buy a bundle of five Master Pulse for $37.65. No, I think we're looking at 20 a pop. <laughs> for a digital sprite for a digital guarantee catch guarantee that's i mean okay I mean, we're, being we're, realistically, just assu- we're just assuming here yeah. that it could be 20 bucks but um this is what i want to send to people and also when you tell me to get good also kind of what i want to tell you but i'm also not that terrible okay. not that salty they uh <laughs> it's it's not good they could also do a flat rate of ten dollars because that's currently what the team medallion is I think that's a pretty I, base price. I don't, I don't think you should, I mean ten dollars, sure, but like I don't. You need to find. Oof! Did you read the quote? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not good. The you need if there is someone there in Niantic working on Pokemon Go that does item economy, and I don't know if there is. You have to. I got it. You have to look at the Master Ball. And look at what you charge for everything else and figure out what is the price that is acceptable for more people so that we can make more money for it. Now, realistically, we've we've um, we've seen the shop prices increase to the point where people are like, that doesn't make sense anymore. So I really don't think there's anyone looking at the shop prices and, and figuring out what the balance is between getting more people to pay more money and getting more people to be willing to spend the money and also making the most money from it. So a $20 price point for a master ball in the shop probably isn't out of the question just because no one there is 
spending, you know, a day or two or an afternoon thinking of, does this actually make sense? <laughs> Recently, I would, you know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, the Master Ball is coming to Pokemon Go. It's kind of something so, that we've been asking for for a while. Yeah, six but years later. Additional, additional Pokeballs beyond... Because, like, what, the Premier Ball came out with raids? Mm-hmm. And we haven't seen anything or, else? Nope. It didn't come out initially. The right. most recent one was the Ultra Beast, the Beast Ball. The Beast Ball, yeah. The Beast Ball came out, and that was within the last year or so. JDY, go for it. He's got a question. But, uh, oh, personal opinion, if you're going to use this on something, make it something that you... If it's a hundo raid boss, like Rayquaza... Or armored Mew- or Mewtwo when it comes back with its Mega, I think. I mean, it's got the M on it. It's Mewtwo's colors. Yeah, it's the Mewtwo ball. Any Gen Oneers will tell you it's a Mewtwo ball. Hmm. Yeah, it's a interesting. It's just like all of my elite TMs is just gonna sit in my inventory and collect yeah. dust. Collect and you could you dust. could also be that haha funny person catch the CP10 Pidgey. Uh, yeah, just use it. It's gonna take up a space in your inventory. And then you'll have it in your box, and you'll be like, hey, look at this funny joke. Yep. <laughs> not being able to buy an Elite TM like the Egg anymore. Uh, oh. no, I, I think we all did. Uh, JDY, you are... It, did they put anything in? Did they remove those? Because I know they removed... Okay, so... We're going to double back onto a bit of information that I don't know if we talked about last episode. But this last weekend was a Go Battle Day weekend. A oh, Go yes. Battle three hours. You had to pay 99 cents for the additional Stardust. And oh, oh hey, by the way, the the research didn't give you an Elite TM. Not only that, you had to actually win. Or not win, you had to do 100 battles. Point in Flames, that's... Not fur and flames is the name of the dollar research. Fur and fl- flames. Okay, they didn't announce the box though, because usually they all they'll announce the community yeah, box. Community box. I don't see it here. Also, the Go Battle Day, Go Battle League themed research pass, where you get the stardust for wins, mm-hmm. is bugged because it still shows up in my shop, and I've claimed it like five times yeah. this season. So. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. I, I think it's if you complete it, you can pick up another one. I don't know if the did th- are they doing the box anymore? I don't know if they're doing the box anymore. <laughs> they may not be posting it on here on the graphic, which is pretty simple for them to copy and paste from no, previous. N- no, I mean, it's been in previous Community Day informations. I wonder if they're just not doing that box anymore. It's possible. Maybe it wasn't selling. That surprise surprise me, yeah. <laughs> so you're not getting elite TMs. So the you can't only buy way them. you can get them now is Surge UBL. Sorry, let me just roll my eyes through my skull. I didn't need my eyes before, and I won't need need them later. Unless they start putting them behind paid research. Is there one associated with the paid Professor Willow research? I don't know. I didn't do it. No, it's a Meltan or it's a Melt Metal with move. the exclusive move and the Professor outfit, right? Yeah. Professor outfit. So it's just cosmetics and a move that should come out next season. But that's an interesting point. I think once we get closer to the weekend, if they don't sometimes they also just shadow drop boxes 
It's community day. Here's the box. <laughs> yeah, I'll, so I'll have to try and remember to look at it on Sunday. The that is very interesting that they might only put because they so they removed it from the Go Battle Day. Was there a previous Go Battle Day this season that gave one? Not that I remember. If it was, it was like Vulpix or something. Uh huh. That's right. It was Vulpix, and you got Stardust, and I don't think you got an Elite TM. I think you got a standard TM. Okay. Er, no, no. I think you did get. No, I think you did get one. I seasons. I'm gonna start digging. We're gonna go out of our way for this. Uh, highlights, elite raids. I don't care. Community days. I don't care. Fever raid day. I don't care. Theme stickers. I honestly do not care. Events. Do you have literally anything? Why? It should it? be a slider, isn't it? Yes, so I'm going to go to it be a would have been on a weekend. Yes, that is what I'm looking for. It would have a dot. Oh, Saturday the 15th, Togetic. That wasn't it. Spring into spring, research breakthrough. Everyday Hero, nope. Go Battle Day Palmer. That might have been the one. That would have been March 25th, so we'll go to the... God, this website's just not super great. <laughs> News, when did I say it was? March 25th. March 25th, January, February, March... Togetic, spring into spring. It would have been before that, wouldn't it? Maybe. Event bonuses, eggs, field research. Go Battle League Rising Heroes update? Maybe. Well, that would give us the whole seasons of GBL notes. Yes, it would. Palmer, free battle theme time research will be available, rewards including Palmer gloves. Stardust, which was this last weekend, rewards. That's your normal season end rewards. Yep. No? Move update. So yeah, maybe not. Just silently takes it away and doesn't say anything. Yeah, which I mean, so it's it's one of those things that we don't have any statistics in front of us, and it could be as simple as they were giving them out so frequently that people like me just have a small handful of each in their inventory and they just don't use them. And they're seeing that and they're not giving out more until you do. Potentially. They're not giving them out for free. I use my elite I use my first elite fast TM since I made my Lapras for Shadow Wing Attack Charizard a month ago. Yeah, same. I did a Charizard because I had I think two rank fours and I built one for a couple of of months ago for one of the cups and then that was it. So 
yeah, it could just be a matter of, hey, no one was using them. Yeah. So we're just not going to hand them out. As willingly. Yeah. And they're like not even past, they're not even behind a dollar research for Go Battle Day, which I don't think I heard anyone really talk about their experience with Go Battle Day this weekend. Did you hear anything? I played two sets. Right. Well, I know, but like the it was, you buy the 99 cent research and you couldn't lag out of a game because it asked you to complete all 100 100. games you couldn't lag out you couldn't top left because sometimes that doesn't register as a game being played correct and you had to play all 100 to get all of the bonuses yep so did anyone do that anyone here in chat i don't know i didn't i did you (laughs) you didn't hear anything about it on twitter oh i did there were a lot of people upset about it well i thought about it but they actually do they actually participate yeah, Whether I mean, they bought the ticket or not, did they actually play battles? Yeah, there were people that did them. I mean, that's how I knew about the people that, like you mentioned, if you top left, wouldn't get credit. If you had a lag out, it didn't count. Hmm. Uh, JDY says they played like 50. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did I did 10 games while waiting for lunch. Hmm. I mean, you could speed run that with the three CP10s, but... yeah. Okay, we are going to transition over to Portland because that was two weekends ago. That yep. was the weekend after the last podcast. It feels like a lifetime ago. So, usage for Play Pokemon Portland. Vig Knock needed a Frostless to break out the meta. Oh, as far as the GBL meta this last weekend, I imagine. Because I don't think a whole lot of people are running Vigroth in Play Pokemon. In the Play Pokemon format. I don't think that's around. It could be, but it's not. I'm going to default to you and your experience with the Play Pokemon, the Go tournament for Portland. So we drove down Friday morning. Got down there, got our badges with not a ton of time left. I think like a half hour. Yeah, there wasn't a whole heck of a time, a heck of a lot of time left, but it worked out. We were able to get our our wristbands, hang out. Got a sick playmat. You got a sick playmat. Yeah. Did you? Which one did you get? Giratina. Oh, okay. Because there was Giratina. There was one of the Reggies. No, it okay. was uh, box art legendary from Scarlet. Oh, Coridon. Yeah. Okay. Coridon, Giratina. Was there another option or no? No. Okay. The Go tournament started mid-morning Saturday. Yep. sounded like a handful of the other events had already started. It sounded yeah, like when the, we walked in the doors at like 8.30, uh-huh. the card game had just started. Yeah, TCG started at 8.30 on Saturday. Do you want to talk about Go now, or do you want to hold off on Go? Uh, why don't you go ahead and talk about your perspective from okay. as a spectator? I need to use the bathroom really okay, quick. Okay, go do that. Because I can, I mean, I can spend all day talking about the event itself because the event sounded like it was <sighs> not well run. Yeah, so VGC started at 9. Uh, go started at 9.30, 9.30-ish, which is fine because Go is <laughs> lightning quick. And I can kind of talk about my feelings on Go's format as well. Did I have a good time? Actually, that's a great question. A great way to start, JDY, 
Yes, I did enjoy myself. I the spectator is a really f interesting way of experiencing one of those, experiencing one of the play Pokemon regionals, because it's literally two whole days of nothing but Pokemon, and you can they they don't do a super fantastic job at facilitating spectators for the regionals. They just don't have the space for it. They have, I think they said they had like a thousand plus in the master's division. So the older age group for like TCG, like an astronomical amount of competitors that they just don't have the, the space to, they didn't have the space to, to really allow spectators for the first I would say the first chunk of Saturday. They just don't have like a spectator lounge or anything. They have chairs set up in front of each of the streams, but like they don't have, they have, and they have some tables off to the side, but it's not super fantastic. I'd actually be very, it might be something I stick a little bit of my design brain on as far as like how they could format that better for spectators because there is there is a point in which a spectator could potentially outspend there at the venue with the event organizers there is a chance that the spectator can outspend versus a competitor even though the competitor tickets are like $70 um just in like side events etc you can you can spend an astronomical amount but the spectator itself is kind of just hanging out for like the chunk of first chunk of Saturday because there really isn't a whole lot of available seating. The and they don't change that for Sunday either. I wish they did. I wish they allowed for they like changed up and gave more seating in front of the stream sections. Yeah, so I believe it was Mel had even mentioned the setup. They had like a hundred feet behind the curtains. And well, I mean, it's all tech <laughs> set up, which like I it can does understand. Does need room? Does need room? Yeah, for all of the all, that. all of the stream, it's it's so it's all of the stuff behind is the casters, green room, all of the stream tech for three different streams, as well as break room, quote unquote room, because it's behind curtains. It's not everything, right? But like break area for like the event coordinators. Yeah. Uh, so event staff, so yep. Team Northwest staff, all of the volunteers, all of the... Like, if they really wanted to be smart about it, and I don't know how it's how they do their layouts and setup, but either having TVs or projectors out in the hall showing the stream... Or putting it somewhere more accessible. I'd love to have a. <laughs> I'd love to have a spectator lounge. Yeah, and that's something that like I'm like just turning my design brain on as far as like event layout and stuff. Because you were there for KomoriCon. I've so I've been in that convention center for KomoriCon and a couple of other like convention space things. It's a big space now. Like realistically, space is a space costs money. True. So there's like a whole lot of things, but it's like event setup in that venue of okay, maybe there's ways of, like, modifying this so that there's just a better experience overall. And maybe, like, the first couple of hours are just bad a bad experience because it's so packed 
and you have yeah. a ton of competitors ton and everything. But like Sunday, it's actually pr- genuinely pretty chill. Yeah. Except for the people that are in like top eights of <laughs> yeah, each of the, the competition. Yeah. <laughs> but like overall, it's a pretty reasonable, you know, a pretty reasonable experience. But so I I paid five dollars for entry spectator, whereas Jesse paid seventy. Yeah. And then Battle Ram was saying only twenty nine for VGC juniors and nineteen for seniors. Or let's see. Yeah, cost wise, it's not. It it can get up there for like masters. I don't know why Go is that much. You might think Battle Ram, but that's also a public space for multiple conventions. It's more because of they just had a lounge. There's they they would need like a side room or a side section where like the booths are the merch booths and stuff would be yeah they would need like another side spot to allow for people to and they like, could have put the merch booths on the lobby again the that lobby that area is it traffic for traffic other for other convention you, they don't technically have access to that Fair. as far as event setup yeah so it's a little complicated. But the uh, organization, like you were mentioning, kind of felt like it fell flat. I don't know if that was a miscommunication from the Play Pokemon staff or from the Team Northwest kind of setup. What was it? I think they said VGC didn't get out of there. Or sorry, the TCG didn't get out until Saturday at like 1030. Yeah, so TCG started at 830, went until 1030, and then was had to be back in Sunday morning. Sunday morning at 7.30 when doors opened or else they faced a game loss and if they waited any longer, a match loss. Yeah. Which is insane. And I was, when we were sitting down doing, which I'm pretty sure you'll mention here in a moment, the draft we sat down and participated in, one of the people sitting across from me was a competitor. They said on round six, there was a two-hour delay between rounds. Yeah, there was some not great uh, time management going on. Um, no, you don't, JDY, you don't have to stick around. You can... You can always listen to it later. You can... Well, no, 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 sorry. The For the tournaments and stuff, if you want to, you can always go up to the judges. I mean, you can just ghost the tournament. But you can always go up to the judges and say, hey... I've lost enough. I'm backing out for the remainder of the tournament, and they just won't match you up with anybody. They yeah. just remove you from the tournament. It's not unheard of. The interesting thing is, is that the first day, and this is a really odd, I don't quite understand. I, I kind of do, but kind of don't. I understand, and there's some scuttlebutt as far as TCG-wise, if it makes sense for them to continue to do best of three swiss round because of timing if one tcg match takes most of the time of the round then one person can kind of stall for time that's technically against the rules but one person can kind of stall for time as far as okay i have my win con i can kind of just wait it out and finish the match a little bit later and basically if you don't get around to playing that second match then that person wins a best of three anyway you just win one and uh, Battle Ram clarified for me, the delay in round six was because they had paired misma- a pair mismatch and had to fix it like 30 minutes into the round. That's ridiculous. <laughs> wow. I mean, we did that for the last Smash tournament. 
Well, we were able to quickly recognize it and fix it. Yes, but also it's it's not. That's so the the other thing that VGC and TCG do is that they do Swiss. When we did it, we did it with a bracket, which arguably made it a little bit more complicated because we actually had to roll matches back. back, Theoretically, roll matches back two rounds. Yeah, but it's very odd that. So in the case of VGC, VGC and TCG, so video game uh, competition and uh, trading card trading card game, they run Swiss with the amount of people they have. They run Swiss all of day one, and then I think TCG runs it part of day two to run more Swiss rounds because they have that many competitors. The... Go tournament is double elimination, which kind of confuses me with the amount of time they have and how fast the little amount of competitors, the so the the small amount of competitors, excuse me, the small amount of competitors they have, the actually, I know exactly why they have to do a double elimination, but realistically in the in the long haul logistics wise the small amount of competitors they have the speed at which poco pokemon go can be played yeah and the just kind of not super like double elimination has been around for years and it's a staple in vgc or in, in uh sorry in the FGC, the fighting game community, it is a staple. I don't think the fighting game community really does Swiss, except for like first round, first couple rounds of any like big event. I don't think they ever do anything Swiss beyond that. The why Go isn't Swiss at this point kind of confuses me if all of the rest of the formats are Swiss. The one reason I can think of that like sticks out as a really big alarm bell is that they just don't have the devices for it because you're running yeah, on play Pokemon formats. You have phones. to play on those phones. And that's one thing I was going to mention about between this and Vancouver. It feels really weird to have to log in on a different device every time and log out. And granted, I've never used an iPhone, but it didn't performance wise. It didn't seem to affect me this weekend, but I, or that weekend, but I did hear other people have one iPhone was better than the other. One, like, three seats down didn't perform as well as one that did three seats over. That's ridiculous. That shouldn't um, happen. I mean, realistically, they should all be running the, the same, same software. The same, yeah, that shouldn't happen. Unless it's a networking issue. Potentially, because can't, they can't be directly connected into a network. No, not like the Not like switches, were. yeah. But... I can see, I, I can understand that they have to do double elimination. elimination. I would like to see them go to Swiss at some point. Yeah. Because if all of the rest of the competitive scene is going to be that way. Now, again, arguably, Pokemon Go PvP and play Pokemon couldn't. Pokemon Go in the play Pokemon circuit might not happen next season. We'll see. Yeah, and JDY makes a good mention. Didn't those Life Silve Mega tournaments have no problems? Yes and no. <laughs> I oh, the mean, megas? Yeah, for like when we did Portland Battle of the Rose or Vancouver. Some phones perform better than others. And even the 
Go Stadium tournament that we did at uh, Tabletop, every phone comes with its own complications, especially if you're somewhere you're not normally from. It's a lot more hit and miss where the, the consistency in their devices is pretty standard. The reason Play Pokemon uses their own phones is just to remove the additional unknowns. the unknowns, the additional question marks. Now, realistically, like that's one of those things of like, okay, if one phone is not act behaving the same way as all of the rest of them, you know you what should, to do to you fix You should it. have one or two. You should know how to fix it, one. And two, you should have at least one or two backups yeah. where you can swap it out and you know, okay, it's going to... You know, something happened with the phone those. itself. It's not, it's not. This person has a non-compatible phone for yeah, or or what have <laughs> you. Yeah, it it you need to if play Pokemon is going to if Pokemon Go is going to continue and play Pokemon like they need to have a backup device for that so that they remove any and all speculation of that because again they're trying to be competitive. You have hundreds if not thousands of dollars of travel vouchers on the line to make it to worlds yeah so at that point in stage it needs to run on the same level mm -hmm. and then that's the other kind of reason why i think at some point they need to transition over to swiss because i think they can and i think that comes down to more i don't want to say crowd management but it is yeah build it and they will come but yes because, I mean, that was the one thing is the people that were also the judges were also the ones pairing. They're like, here's your numbers. Here's your table. Find it. Fight this person. But then also at the same time, those well, that's same what people. The board, that's what the board is for. Right. That's and what the board hope, and you the bracket is on. You would have enough brain cells to figure out their table. Right. <laughs> but I'm well, guilty. So the, I the, the, board, the board is there. The brackets are online. On challenge. On challenge. There should be no reason you can't find your opponent. You can't find your opponent and do that stuff yourself. Like, right. you, like, unless you absolutely desperately need help, the judges shouldn't have to help you. Right. But I'm saying that. if they have the judges of that weekend were wearing multiple hats. Oh, I mean, they always do. Yeah. They always do. But it's one of those things of like the. So in the grand scheme of things, like, then find more judges. Yeah. Or further it's or volunteers yeah to to then facilitate swiss format yeah. i think just in the future i think moving to swiss format makes sense the i don't have the winners i believe it's axn one yep rubik's got second rubik's got second uh axn had already qualified for japan for world so axn got the bid AXN is a local Western Washington player, so congratulations to them. Are they? I believe so. Rubik's? You said AXN. Sorry. Rubik's AXN, is local. Rubik's is local. AXN, I am not entirely I believe sure they're Europe. Which is wild. That's an insane distance to travel. Yeah, Why would you come Canada. to Portland? I forget. I don't remember. To get their I, ticket, obviously. I guess. Well, I mean, but they already had. So it's one of those things of like, why are you back here? But whatever. But it was AXN and uh, Goddess Enhoff as well. Two returning uh, people that were already going to Japan. Yes. Enhoff was... Top eight. Yes. Enhoff was top eight. I don't remember who third was. It was uh, another familiar name. Was it Shady Equation? That sounds right. That sounds right. So, again, congratulations to Rubik's Master. Yeah. I as a western western washington rep that's as a local yeah <laughs> as a local that's very exciting 
I believe that will do it for Pacific Northwest tournaments. The next play Pokemon regional that is within our quote-unquote area is not San Diego. What was it called? It's not Peoria. There's a Southern, there's a Californian one. I don't know. That's definitely out of our way, but is still here on the West Coast. We also do have, couple months. if you want to, there are some, any Pacific Northwesterners out. Tonight was Uncle and Redmond's, Uncle's Game Store hosted a local meetup for Play Pokemon. Unfortunately, we're doing the podcast, so weren't able to do that one. Uh, there is one tomorrow up in Bothell. And then Tabletop is looking to do one at the end of this month for Go as well. Mm-hmm. So, all, as always, hop on Twitter, uh, reach out to at Twastel. They seem to be the trying one to trying to help bring people together for that. Um, you can also check out the Play Pokemon's website for local events. If Go's not your thing, there's also TCG and the VGC meetups. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Portland was a unique experience on the car ride down. I think i flip-flopped on my team five yeah, or six I, times i had to get into you a little bit about your <laughs> flip-floppiness and i i honestly think that you're one Better of your I'm biggest irvine i don't think it was i don't think it's irvine okay that that name's not right the the go check the play pokemon schedule they'll they'll have the regionals there it'll be Fresno? definitely be, that sounds right one of the commentators called him T. Wastel. T. Wastel. T. Wastel. T. Wastel. I have no idea. I don't know anymore. Uh, I just assume that I'm always pronouncing people's names wrong. So, and I will apologize profusely if you know they call me out on it. The your biggest problem is wanting to be as flip floppy as you are and not doing just the insane amount of practice that I think you need. To know your matchups, like I know in and my out. matchups. Mm, you don't have the experience of of playing the matchups. I don't think you play those matchups off enough. You need to practice them more. You think it's enough? It's not enough. Obviously, the the people that are like going are putting in insane time with their teams. Yet every match I played this weekend, I went one and two, or that weekend, I never got o three'd. Right. So I'm pretty sure i know my matchups more I, than you think i, I do. think you i think you need more practice is what i think you i think you need you need to I sol- need more you, time you need to solidify your team sooner and you need to practice it more but my both of my teams were stuff i had been practicing with like but 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 still you need more practice you think you have enough practice you need more practice you need to not not be like oh but i could run a bomb of snow or oh, i could this and this one has like safe coverage things and this one's it's like no 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 no, no, no. Shh, shut up Shut up. See, you if should've... you were anybody you else giving me this, uh-huh. I would take it considerably. Uh-huh. But for the amount of competitive you play, I can't. I don't play, a... but that's the thing. I can look at it from the outside looking in and say, if you want to be successful, play more. Practice more. Solidify. Don't be figuring out your team hours before the deadline. Your team should I be locked in. I had my two in. teams locked. You should have you should have your one team locked a week previous and be playing nothing but that team. I did. I don't I don't believe him, chat. I don't believe him. The I spent hours upon hours theory crafting at I, work. Right. But I think that's your problem is you're like hanging out. How did I lose and go? Crafting. Well, 
funny story. My first opponent, I wake up at 6 in the morning and go take a shower. Steven, guess who your opponent is round one? Oh. Who? Goddess Enhoff. Yay. I'm pretty sure we saw that uh, the night before. We were in the same bracket. Okay. I was in the same bracket as Goddess Enhoff and AXN. Yes. So it, yeah, the same heat. So yeah, it's it's. So with my match with Goddess Enhoff, it ended up coming down to RPS. I lost game one due to RPS. I won game two to RPS, and then game three lost because of charge move priority. Feeny has a higher attack than Stunfisk. Uh, my second round opponent, I don't remember their name, but it was their first tournament and they were a little bit younger. They had a lot of things that were below 1490, hmm. so I'm not sure if they just didn't have optimal stuff. But I was able to 3-0 them. And then my third round opponent was B. Hubert from, I want to th- say they're in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And they brought, the sp- I think, your favorite spice pick of the weekend with Galarian Weezing. Yeah, that's the that's the one where it's like okay, that's you don't expect that. And with Glarian Weezing, if it's in the back and you don't have shields, you're gonna get nuked with overheat. That's all there is to it. And for me, the game three decider on that was CMP for G Weezing against Stunfisk. Stunfisk loses to G Weezing. Hmm. Bellingham, thank you, Jamar. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess you could say, what What do I know as far as competing? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I still think you could have practiced more. I don't like your I don't like your flippy floppy nature ahead of time of like, I can run this, I can run that. And you're like, oh, this one's like a safe, this one covers the meta. I'm like, it doesn't cover the meta. No one else is using it. <laughs> why would, why would, why wouldn't it would become meta? If it were actually covering the meta, the meta would be different if it was actually covering the meta. It doesn't perform well enough. Don't use it. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't stash G-Fisk in the back. I wasn't. It was a lead. <laughs> Maybe it shouldn't be a lead. My team was pretty straight meta, though. Stunfisk went a champ. Uh, Lantern, Noctowl, Trev, Alola Ninetales, Shadow. Um, am I forgetting anything or is that all of them? Anyways, the, my Medi ran power punch and ice punch. You don't have it tagged anymore? I don't know. I flip flop it so much too. Medi's just one of those ones you can run almost anything. Yeah, it was counter ice punch, power punch. Um... All of them very close, very fun matches. Um, honestly, with my match with Hoff on the third game, I felt like my heart was going to just come out of my chest because it was so close. Um, and you have the sheet right there in front of you with usages, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Swampert. There's too many sneaky knockdowns and Trevs. Yeah, so you're Galarian Weezing. Only had one use. Yeah, that was Hubert. Somebody was making a comment about Coma O, which I want to say got on stream. Yep. I don't know if it got used on stream, but it, the team was on stream. So. Yeah. 
Swampert is something that if I'm running it, I need to just basically fully support, fully commit to supporting it. At least that's how I feel about Swampert teams is you pick the Swampert and you fully commit to it. Are you using the... Okay. Steven's taking off for a moment. But yeah, so day one Portland, we... I participated in Go and went uh, one loss, one win, one loss. We met up with a bunch of people we knew. King was there. CCO was there. Honda was there. There's actually a lot of people from the community hanging out and just watching the matches. Um, Cindy was also in my block in day one. Uh, she ended up going on the stream for the first. We were in group D. And then I want to say, what was it? Saturday, we went to go get dinner after we had decided to leave the venue. And then we went back to the hotel and you just passed out. So I had a headache. That's right. Yeah. I was getting a mi- like a migraine about, shoot, it was like maybe two or three. Yeah. It was like mid-afternoon. I was starting to get a headache. I ran back to the hotel to maybe get a nap in and i i didn't just didn't give myself enough time i should have left earlier right because we went to go get pete no that was we did the friday night that we went out and you passed saturday was the night you passed out right because friday we went and got got pizza or no, no pizza was saturday night right pizza was saturday night and i had my migraine on saturday okay so we i tried to get a nap in couldn't which is fine. And then we, I drove the car uh, the couple blocks down to the convention center, picked y'all up. We went over to the sizzle pie. Uh, I don't know what to say. Nobody showed up for the pizza party, I guess. But meetup thing, which I don't know. I was hoping somebody would show up. but And we saw the commentators. Their hotel must have been up a block or two away. They were walking past the, what's it called? <laughs> The, uh, the sizzle pie, yeah. I mean, honestly, sizzle pie, great food. Great it's good pizza. pizza. Um, it's like a go-to for me. Like every time, every time I'm down in Portland, this charm is absolutely ridiculous. The and I had I powered through. How many times did we try the Intellion raids? Three or four. Three or four times. And I then as soon through. as we did, as soon as it. I caught it, I passed out i he I, was out i died i like i was like half awake for the last two attempts like i s- barely conscious uh struggled through it got got the intellion congratulations on the final weekend um day two. Oh, but day one mm-hmm. funny joke steven and battle ram registered for what they assumed would be tomorrow's oh, build and the, battle the saturdays so you you get your packs and stuff i don't know was it really that funny though it, well okay so you so, weren't there they called up battle ram uh-huh. and he goes over to go find out what's going on uh-huh. he texts me and he's like you might want to come over and then as soon as i get the text Steven nielsen would you please come to the nielsen <laughs> nielsen i'll have you know and I was like, oh, My I'm going to go check this. not that bad. I'm going to go check out what this is. And there's a table Real of like 20, 20 people getting pissed off because apparently they've been waiting for 20 minutes to start. What? 
15 and then cut it off. <laughs> 20 minutes? Yeah. Ah, screw him. And so I go ask the guy what's going on because you guys had signed up for Sunday. We, we thought we were signing up for Sunday. Apparently the sheet didn't say Sunday. Yeah, no, it's more of the fun communication at the venue, apparently. Team Northwest didn't do a very good job. But so we got it corrected. But I was just like... Uh, he went back to the hotel to crash because that's when you went to go take your nap. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, well, here's the tickets and come back tomorrow. Yeah. So I guess there was multiple side events. So side events, my understanding was that side events were only happening on Sunday. Right. I guess <laughs> that wasn't the case. No, they had them on Saturday. The, the sign up sheet for build in battle i guess there was there was a build in battle saturday evening for the people that uh were spectating and the people that were already eliminated yeah or just left didn't want to continue to compete or what happened right because like with brady or battle ram here once you got to a certain number you weren't going to make it to day two Mm -hmm. so we signed up before i left to go take my nap under the impression that we signed up for I'm glad you know who I mean battle ram <laughs> I I I imagined we were signing up for Sunday right also because we were second and third on the list there was no one signed up really yeah we oh, were wow. so early wow. unless there was a second sheet that we were over top over of top of oh. there was like no one signed up mm. so I was just under the impression that we were signing up for Sunday there just and wasn't communication for it. For clarification, the build and battle was, I think it was like, the way they do their side events is you have to buy tickets. Mm-hmm. And it's like a carnival type game where you buy tickets and then using those tickets you can get into events. Mm-hmm. The build and battle was a sealed draft for an unreleased set of the new TCG. It's already out. It's out now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It came out with the... Was it the weekend after? Uh uh-uh. No, with the Lechonk event. Oh, so a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it came out a couple weeks ago. It's okay. Just the, it's the most recent set. Okay. Yeah. So we were using... Okay. But it was a sealed draft, so you essentially you get a starter box. There's one themed evolution line in the box that you get to help you kind of build your deck. But essentially, it's a 40-card deck. You open a couple packs plus the themed one, and you construct a Pokemon TCG play deck for single round lim- single round games of Swiss. Mm-hmm. And if you're someone that doesn't want to go to these events because you don't want to be at the level of competitiveness that these people are coming for, uh, do like what Steven and uh, Bugcatcher Bryce did where you buy a spectator's pass and then you can go have fun playing in these side events. And that's if- kind of what the... Build and battle was. If you love Pokemon, but aren't super competitive, and you have a regional tournament near you within driving distance, go. Yeah, go spectate because it's fun because you're around a bunch of other people that really love Pokemon. Yeah. So I had my first. I had it was a three round tournament. My third opponent it was a no show, so I got the win there. Technically speaking, my first opponent was. A mom whose husband and kid were playing in, I think, TCG. 
The actual tournament. The actual tournament. So uh, she hadn't played the game. She was familiar with it, but she really hadn't played the game a whole heck of a lot. Uh, but her husband was kind of around, like, checking in on her. And it was, like, really cool. Of like, I've, I've played three, maybe three matches of Pokemon TCG before. So, like, I don't really know what was going on. I had a, the pair next to us were both, like fluent in the rules and stuff <laughs> so we kept referring back to them be yeah. like question here which was it was a great experience to have you know those people you know, having the like the one in vancouver <laughs> yeah the guy in vancouver was helpful but i don't remember the guy in vancouver. when we were playing against each other oh 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 uh kind of sorta the the guy that sat next to us like later on into our our deck build or like after we had like finished the first our first match against each other was more helpful yeah but like the like the initial like the okay, guy that told us to me... go back tomorrow yeah yeah that the initial like the deck building wasn't bad instructions like he was giving reasonable instructions as far as building a good deck but like the usage of it and playing the game like help wise wasn't really there yeah I mean, it wasn't necessarily there for the build in battle either. Right. So it's battle ram. My second opponent was a top eight junior of TCG. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So my yeah, my <laughs> second my second opponent had to have been a top sixteen, top thirty two. Like, dude was there was like kid. bam, 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 bam. Yeah, I was a kid, and I mean, I had to <clears throat> mulligan my first one, and my second hand had a basic, uh, a basic Pokemon and all all energy. Like, I couldn't do anything. <laughs> I couldn't do anything. Yeah. So my deck, I think, was, I guess, apparently a little heavy on energy. Yeah. My overall requir- energy requirement of the deck was a little less than what you needed. What I, I had in my deck. Yeah. So that's in Magic the Gathering terms. You were mana flooded. Yes. So. Yeah, somebody ran Chandelure. One person ran Vigoroth, too. Uh, somebody ran a Sharpedo. Was that your second opponent? No. Okay. That's a uh, shadow sharpedo is not something. It's not a shadow. It's just a sharpedo. Just sharpedo. Okay. And a magmar. Hot. Someone ran a magmar and somebody ran a sharpedo. Whoever came to regionals with a magmar is the real MVP. I just don't know, man. That's that's (laughs) shadow magmar with karate chop. It's not shadow. It's a regular magmar. No, you're right. If and if it's the same team, you probably don't know any better. But if you know better, just uh, check yourself into a hospital for a little while. Jeez, that's a really sorry, really salty. That's like a McDonald's dude, fry level salt. JDY, dude, it's flexible. I don't think it. Ah, uh, no, no, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. But yeah, the, overall, I think Portland was a great experience. It was fun. I'd be down to go spectate again, pr- probably. I don't know what what it is about events down in portland and in that convention center but it is the second time in a row i've gone down to an event in that convention center completed day one and just been like i don't really know if this is my jam and then like the second day has redeemed it where it's like day the end of day one i'm like i don't know if i would come back again and then like sunday is just like oh, okay that's a much better exp- i had a much better experience i think sunday. for where we were and location wise that was one of the better conventions that i've been in convention center wise mm-hmm. i mean i haven't i can't fully say because we haven't been to the new ones i haven't been to the new one in seattle 
Yeah, it's a matter of it's location, location, location. The Portland Convention Center is pretty darn solid. The hotel room was all right. It's it was where we crashed. Yeah, it works. I mean, it's kind of the same thing for like your anime conventions, etc. It's you're generally speaking, you're not spending a whole lot of time in your hotel room, no. other than sleeping. So. You so JDY, you would think you can hype the hell out of people on stream. <laughs> you can't. You can't. It's and I was telling I don't remember who I was talking to about it. The vibe is golf. Oh, that was Zimmy. You were talking with Zimmy. I was talking with Zimmy. The vibe for all three Pokemon streams there in person is golf. Until something awesome happens, everyone is quiet. There is no excitement. There is no hype. It is not a Seattle Sounders match. It's not sports. You don't get that same hype. It's esports. I get it's esports, but the vibe isn't there. The vibe is that of spectating golf in person. <laughs> and I, I, you know what? I got nothing. Oh, I got oh. well. It's one of those things of like everyone's quiet, and he hits it. And then if it's really close, a little, oh, because you could get a hole in one. Like, that's when it happens. Like, the hype moments, you get a little bit, of, you get the, the, the crowd, you get a little bit of energy out of them. But, like, in general, that was one of those things that, like, I, I. Japanese wrestling match. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Like, just wrestling in general has just an entirely different vibe. Like, I love, so, so that's. That's something that's close to my heart as a Seattle Sounders fan that it's soccer in general. The crowd brings it. You have chants. You have the TIFOs, like the big banners. You have just a engagement. It's similar, like having not been to a Seahawks game, the whole 12th man thing. The 12th man is just loud and obnoxious. There's no chance. It's not organized. Whereas in soccer, it's organized. You have chance at particular minutes of the game at to a chant. boy in the woods. What? I, I don't know anybody that's going to disagree with you about that statement. What do you mean? I, I'm confused about just the twelfth man being loud and obnoxious. Yeah, like well, like <laughs> the, you you have different vibes, and that's one of my like. I wish the Kraken would get other chance other than the one they have because they only have one and it's not interesting and it's shared with literally every other sports team ever like Pokemon Go and other esports like and I was talking to Mel about this that the team sports the esports like league has it Halo had it when we went to Worlds the different teams had they brought the energy they were playing they were loud like the optic fans were chanting they would like you know they would get going and i think she mentioned that they did that for the european things like unite yeah well because unite is a team base like you can see the plays teammates you can see it happening a little bit faster yeah and that energy ebbs and flows it doesn't just like look at the chart that i have here where it peaks on the left and goes down to the right flip that and that's the energy of every go match where you're you're like super hype moments generally don't happen in the middle they only happen at the end whereas unite you can have peaks and valleys throughout right, the entire event shifting gameplay yeah 
Whereas you don't, but, I mean, I think you don't necessarily see that in, in VC. You, you don't see that peaks and valleys in VGC and in VGC, TCG, and Go. You just don't see that unless it's a catch swap or something you unethical. See, you see a little. You see a, a little, but it's not a lot. You don't no. see that same. But that's why there the meta exists with games like Unite. There isn't a meta. It's oh no 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 no. no there's a meta. There's a meta, no, but it's more but, based on skill and gameplay. No, you're it's 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 probably more a time of a match and the strategy of just the 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 way that the mechanics work, and then just not having the the crowd energy <laughs> and enough crowd. I, I do agree a little bit, JDY, but the uh, moderators of those streams are pretty strict, right? And you're not gonna roast people you know, in the crowd of one of those events, like you paid money. Like the, the only way you're not going to get kicked out is if literally in the entire rest of the crowd is in on it. Yeah. And like, you don't get that unless you have like a heel that like accepts that role. Yeah. Like you don't have team. You, yell. <laughs> you won't have, you won't have the heel in Pokemon go just period. It's not like, like, it's not like, uh, I'm going to let you finish drinking lest I get you to spit it out. You're not going to get Dunebug to like come out and just be the Undertaker or like you know the the what is it uh, Attitude Era John Cena or something. Like I can't think of a good heel. I haven't watched. Maybe that's wrestling. what we're missing. We just don't have the heel. Maybe that's it. We just don't have the heel, and there's not on stream, and that energy just doesn't come up. You don't have the like heroes and villains. It's just kind of like bleh. And maybe maybe that's I what I mean, you but need. that's what some people don't want. They don't want to be I don't the think idolized. I don't no, think I mean I can see okay, so I can kind of see that of like, okay, these are just I'm know, the same, JD. These are just reasonable people. But like That's why I play stall. What you you didn't you're not a you're not a villain. You didn't run stall in Portland. I don't want to hear it. I did it in locals. Ask Zimmy how that went. Yeah, oh you did it in locals. That's not streamed and no one's talking about. I'm talking about it. Yeah, but is locals here on the play Pokemon charts? There were some people in there that were. Yeah, okay. The 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 energy just doesn't feel like it's quite there, and there's like a million different. I don't think I just don't think it can. I don't know if it can. You need to like elevate to much a much higher level for the energy to be there. I've been told to calm down. People tell me to calm down, so I was I, I can't regionals? be the hype guy. I mean, sure, the I think Mel mentioned that the worlds is a little bit more exciting, and I imagine it's just a bigger crowd, and the spectator area is much bigger. Yeah, everyone's there to watch those matches. Yeah, the unfortunate thing is the last two worlds have been the farthest points away from and us, and are the farthest points away from us in London and Japan. Arguably, Japan is actually pretty close globally speaking but like that's a very big hurdle for us to get over now if next year's worlds are announced to be in north america i will see what i have to do to go because i think that would be very exciting when was the last time they did north america didn't they do florida before london yeah that sounds right that sounds right i don't know if they would do it again i don't know where they would go i'd love it if it was here if they did it here, I feel like they would do California before they do here. You think they would do California before they did Seattle? Yeah, because I well, because I think the new convention center would be. Ooh, either, mm. what? 
You're cringing? No, that's a good point. The new convention center. In the new convention center, you've got a ton of space. Well, the 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 parking structure that they're putting in there should be done at that point. And then um Although I don't know if they'll it, announce that after Japan's over. At the very end of the stream, yeah, they'll yeah. announce what the world's is. The because where are the places they've have done it? Have they they did one in London? Mm-hmm. They did one here in the states. They did one in. They're doing one in Japan. I'm pretty but sure. I think this done... is the first one back in Japan for a while. Yeah, I believe so. Uh, I guess you could just search Pokemon World's locations. I feel almost like. I want to say. World Championships. 2004 in Florida, 2005 in California, 2006 in California, 2007 in Hawaii, 2008 in Florida, 2009 in California, 2010 in Hawaii, 2011 in California, 2012 in Hawaii, 2013 in Vancouver, British Columbia, 2014 in Washington, D.C., 2015 in Boston, 2016 San Francisco, 2017 Anaheim, 2018 Nashville, that's a cool one. The Washington, D.C. for 2019. Uh, 2020 and 2021 were canceled due to the COVID pandemic. And then London in 2022 and Yokohama in 2023. So this is that was their first times doing it outside of the country these last two years. Po- for Play Pokemon, yeah. I don't... I'd be curious to see if they come back Do they here. see Sydney? Uh, the travel for that is a nightmare. Is it? Yes. The, I don't I think know that's if, the only other place I could think of. I don't know if Nintendo has offices there. Probably not. Which would make it more complicated. Yeah. I don't know if they have a home base there where they can more readily, uh, assess financial movements, et cetera. I think that's speculation. I think we, at this point we just wait till whatever they say. Yeah, I was kind of <laughs> hoping that NAIC would be here in Seattle, but I guess it's been in Ohio for several years now. So okay, it might just be they have a good spot for it. Yeah, just a big. They have a big enough convention center and and it's whatever known well enough is, that they are like returning customers. Yeah, whatever org is running it is solid enough to continue to do it. So there's Ohio a chance. Ohio is what three over, three down from us. Uh, it's like straight across. Is it? Okay. It's Midwest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's because it's the just north of Kentucky. Okay, so it's pretty central. Yeah. I would love to see Seattle. I would love to see Seattle. Uh, but I wonder if the the new convention center space is the right. Um, I don't know format for it, or if something like. Oh God, climate pledge! I don't think works. No, I'm wondering if like the what's the section next to CenturyLink or Lumen Field now? The Lumen Field Event Center oh, space I've never next been door. There. I've been there for a couple of things. It's a pretty large open space. I don't know if it's big enough, but it is a better, maybe a better format for. For a venue for that type of setting, for yeah, for that kind of setting, because the the Seattle Convention Center is a lot more vertical now. So, but that doesn't mean they can't actually. 
No. No, the first the first two floors actually probably could work out pretty well. So yeah, no, I take that back. Maybe the Seattle Convention Center would work out pretty well. The Is that it for Portland? We might talk a little bit more of Portland on Be Sad if we forget stuff. Yeah. I I pulled some Vulpix cards out of Oh yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. The one the pack you gave me from i don't remember what it was shining fates uh, you gave me a pack of shining fates to open and it was I because i bought a ticket thinking i could i thought there was a pokemon go tournament separate from oh you a saw side, a side event. you saw a thought one of the side events was a pokemon go tournament but it was just catch was a, 10 pokemon or something well no there, it was a tcg tournament or sorry oh, 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 oh it was a tcg tournament for a gym leader challenge mm-hmm. and i thought it was great cup league or something And uh, I ended up getting two tickets, and I didn't know what to do with them. So I did the Pokemon Go challenges they had there for the weekend. It was simple things like spin 20 stops, catch 10 Pokemon, beat three rockets, hatch three eggs, walk three kilometers. Simple things that you could get done within a couple hours if you were trying hard enough. And big shout-out to Mel, making sure we had – gyms and stuff for the weekend you had enough gyms to do multiple the cleaver cleavers. raids yeah as long as you didn't have t-mobile because <laughs> t-mobile didn't have service in the convention center and that sucked but the so i ended up using the tickets i got for the challenges and then ended up they had a prize wall where when you finished a challenge you would get dice and then you turned dice in for you credits you didn't roll the dice you just turned the dice in and, which yeah. i was confused at but whatever Catch thirty, okay. Yeah, it wasn't a whole lot. You got it. Plus, done with in like there was monkeys moments. everywhere, Pan blue monkeys. Panpour were everywhere. So, the he gave me a pack, and I pulled the Alolan Vulpix V out of the one pack, and I didn't pull a single Alolan Vulpix out of any of the rest of the packs, and I got a lot of packs from Silver Tempest. So. Do you see the timer here? Do you want to do? Are we gonna address the monkey in the room? Do you have time? You tired? Okay. All right. So I'll split because I know you and I both have to get up for work tomorrow. Um, I don't think we have to go super far into it. We could also give our personal feelings on it on the B side. True. Um. Are we missing anything else, or is it just the? Is that the big? That's the big. Okay. That is the big thing we'll talk about here. To wrap up the show, we're already two hours in, but of course we are. Yes, I did end up picking up a a VMAX, VMAX Alolan Vulpix, and the full art Mareep card from. You also got the Candela too, right? Yes, I bought that day one. I bought the rainbow rainbow rare full english art. yeah so the 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 title for it i believe is the rainbow rare because it's the full art rainbow mm-hmm. the full art is another version of the car it's complicated i don't <laughs> i don't there's phrase it there's there's names for all of the there's rarities. one card with three variations yes and there's names for each of them and oh, oh hey by the way with each new set they will change names 
<laughs> and also sometimes like the the like the rainbow rare aren't existing in the scarlet and violet sets they're changing them to the golds so you'll have a full art gold card rather than the rainbow full art rainbow card because that makes sense because i pulled a gold net ball nest ball for full art brady gold. yeah it's um i don't understand it but yes i have i now have a japanese copy and an english copy of uh, the Rainbow Rare Candela card from the Go set, which is cool. Um, not so cool though. <laughs> this thing that we've like kind of avoided, like not necessarily out of not wanting to talk about it, I guess. What hasn't been said already, which I guess is every podcast with every topic, but the Sylph Road and by extension the Sylph Arena will be shutting down here. The phrase, let's see. I'll read just verbatim off of the Silf Road, thesilfroad.com. The end of an era. Niantic's partnership with the Silf Road has ended. We're so grateful for their support this past year. Read more. It's been an honor to the millions around the world who traveled the Silf Road with us. Thank you for helping us build one of the most vibrant communities in Pokemon history. It's been an incredible journey. May your next adventure bring you new discoveries to share with when our paths cross again. I'm going to go to the read more and see this should be there. Yep. The Reddit post. The goodness gracious. This is a chunk. We can post the link for this for those that want to read more into it. The I'll go through the, the quick dates here. The R slash the Silk road. The Reddit site is not going away. The Silf Road as of May 12th, so several days ago, the SilfRoad.com's community map, Net Nest Atlas, and various game resources are retired and will be inaccessible moving forward. The SilfRoad.com's traveler cards remain accessible and functional until August 1st. Silf Arena, Silf.gg, will remain fully operational until the current season concludes with an updated season schedule. Region uh, re, Arena competitors look here for full details. Faction competitors see here. Um, I'll pull that up because I don't actually know what's adjusting here as far as timing. The Silf Research Group will continue researching game mechanics on their Discord server and will share findings directly on the subreddit instead of the SilfRoad.com. May 21st, last day of for community check-ins, event community check-ins, Sylph event check-in system closes at end of day. August 1st, Sylph.gg's final season concludes and the Arena Hall of Fame is snapshotted and archived for posterity. We're two hours in and my mouth is starting to fail me here. Traveler's cards are snapshot, snapshotted and archived for posterity. We pull the plug and the last remaining self services go dark. Let's see here. So, some of the stats. Traveler's cards created 1,969,022. Nest reports received. God, there should have been more. Community, you have failed us here. 2,684,322. I'm easily a hundred thousand of those. They, I, it's a shame. <laughs> the nest reports were of a highly underutilized 
function of of the I think the most site. of that came down to once they started putting out events every week enforcing nest changes. Yeah, that was a bit that was frustrating for sure. But I mean early on that was the best way to find finished desk registers. The 135,210 PVP tournaments where 3,923,894 matchups were played. Website sessions on the Silk Road since 2016. So I imagine that's kind of like visits is 206,560,141. These figures are mind-boggling. This is by Dromps, I believe. Yeah, Dromps, who has not really been super active and apparently isn't even level 40. <laughs> yeah. So I was listening the Pokemon cast or the Pokemon podcast PKMN cast on Twitter. I guess their primary host Steve is actually friends with Drump in Drumps in game. Okay. Uh, and is looked and he's only like level 36 and hasn't been active and like I don't blame him. Uh, I guess Drumps has also had two kids between starting the self road and now. So you know, congratulations. I remember our first interaction with Drobes was... I don't, I don't think I've ever... Inter did I ever interact? Not, like, personally, but mm -hmm. as when we were in Seattle in that corner room in a library, and they tuned in for oh, the yeah. Twilight they stream. In, they popped into chat. Yeah. So, I I don't want to say, like, Drobes is... I think he's been web dev side of this for a long time. Yeah. So he, he's helping run the back end or has been running the back end. You know, I imagine some, something similar to Joe Merrick over with Serebii. Yeah. Where it's like one person. Can, <laughs> Joe's crazy and he's Joe's, at the events. I, 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 Joe, <laughs> I, from what I can tell, Joe does most of it himself. I don't know if he has a team with him. That's yeah. it, insane. I don't understand. I love seeing the pictures on Twitter of him at a venue with like a laptop, two phones, like, and a like, switch or something. Like I look at a photo of him and I'm like, bro, you look like you need like 48 hours of streets sleep straight. Like I don't envy you at all, but thank the Lord you have for what you've done. Like I on average visit Sarah B like once a week. Yeah. So like the amount of work that's put into that and like the self road too like most we days always most days it. if we're like out and about playing pokemon go we'd go to the self road I'd, I'd be like okay can i do this raid or like what's hatching in eggs do i care you know what's the research what's the yeah what's the event research what do i care about and like i don't know if that information's gonna be here i don't know where to find I mean, that it sounds like it anymore. will be on the reddit i don't like reddit I don't like Reddit. I don't like using Reddit. So, but yeah, I think our my earliest introduction to the Silk Road, I want to say, was through one of the content creators being like, "Hey, here's this website. Go check this out. They're doing would've all been, the questions you have for Pokemon Go. They have the answers." Would have been very early on. Because I think I started watching Trainer Tips as an example when he started doing the nest discussions on how nests work back in 2016 
and he referenced the Silk Road a lot early on as a resource to find out what nests were nearby. I think that's the one thing everyone used it for at first was finding nests. But then they evolved to having the research, having information on the eggs, having information on the raids, and then even the rockets for us, knowing what was available. Oh, yeah. That's been that's been key. That's been very important. And all of this in the meantime has been free. I think that's one thing people take for granted. Is this, for the last six to seven years has been a free resource. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And within so within the last year it's been ad free because Niantic did a sponsorship with them. Right. Now it's this was posted I think technically a year, almost exactly a year from when they announced hey, we're doing a partnership partnership with Niantic. So theoretically it's a one year contract and Niantic just didn't want to renew. Well, if you wanted to jump to the next part, that's Niantic gives their feedback on it. Oh, that's right. You pulled up this one. Okay. Pokemon Go Live posted, I believe, the same day, May 12th. Trainers, for the past year, we've had the pleasure of partnering with the Silk Road on the Community Ambassador Program. It's been great working with the team on this project, and it has also been incredible watching with the watching the passionate contributors at the Silk Road grow a truly amazing community hub. While we're sad to see the Silk Road closing its doors, we want to thank them for all they've done for the Pokemon Go community in the last six years. Technically seven, because the Silk Road was actually open before Pokemon Go started. So, whatever. The Community Ambassador Program will continue to move forward into its next iteration. While we are closing applications for the month of May during the transition, community leaders will have expanded opportunities to apply to be a Community Ambassador outside of the Silk Road. Soon, trainers from across the globe will be able to apply to this revamped program via Campfire, providing opportunities to share and grow their community and receive rewards for gathering in person to play. We'll continue to add more opportunities into this program, such as providing unique access and rewards for community ambassadors and their fellow trainers. You'll still be able to use the Pokemon Go map to share where you can find your local community and play together during special events. Stay tuned for more updates as we get ready for the future of the community ambassador program. And thank you again to the team at the Silk Road for their energy, passion, and dedication. So one thing I will say here is this isn't something where we should be pointing the finger at one person or another. Niantic did help them. They did acknowledge them. And that's two really big things right there. Yeah, the partnership is the partnership is huge. And I don't think we will never know unless someone comes out and says it. Specula- speculating on the communication and all of the work that happened between this partnership we just will never know we'll never know realistically the silk road could have been instrumental in putting together a feature set and facilitating some of the communication between these community ambassadors moving forward and with niantic and campfire like we could see campfire come out with a nest nest outlet or a nest application where we can report which would be really neat we could see that we might not i I don't know 
they could have been working on any number of things in partnership. So it's it's kind of it's not something we should speculate and be malicious towards as much as I would want to say like, hey, Niantic, why didn't you just continue to give give them money to run the site? But it also sounds like they were burnt out as a organization. I don't blame if if part of the reason was Dromps and the rest of the Silk Road crew or a chunk of the Silk Road crew, especially on the web dev side, just didn't want to continue to make this website for this game that's just struggling right now. I wouldn't blame them for saying, you know what, I'm going to move on to something else. Like, this... It's a da- the the only downside is the websites if the website's getting taken down that is a website you can point to on a resume and said hey I worked on this feature this feature and this feature on this website or this page was all me on a resume and make it look real good so yeah. it's kind of a shame that the website itself is going down I wonder I don't know exactly how web development works you might be able to save some sort of local version of it or like it could be on the Wayback machine it could be archived which would be pretty cool but the i wouldn't surprise me that you know just like all of the rest of us we pull out our phones to open the game we open the game we remember the the state that the game is in we close the game we put our phones back in our pockets so it it wouldn't surprise me. It it's sad and you know I think it was uh I'm gonna pull up the tweet here. I wanna say it was Seawolf that made this comment, but sorry, go ahead and continue. No, it's I mean, I don't I don't really know what else to say other than like this is I mean it is an end of an era. It's a shame. The Yeah, this this image kind of got to me the other day when JRE posted this and it's the Silk Road logo and it says don't cry because it's over smile because it happened Mm -hmm. and that's a a very accurate statement towards how I feel about all of this because we were fortunate enough to have this service and these people do all this groundwork for us all the people that are out there that are or were researchers, thank you. To all the people that were the web developers and organizers, thank you. To everyone that stepped up and got Sylph GG to become a thing and help push forward competitive Pokemon Go PvP in a time where everyone was running in circles not knowing what to do, thank you. For sticking with it. Yeah. You know, even with... COVID. Leading, well, so leading up to, what was it, 20, 2018, 2019, yeah. with the Invitational, and then that time in between invita- Invitational and murmurs of it coming to play Pokemon, and then all throughout COVID. Now, you know, just putting in that work, whether successful or not through all of the good metas the bad metas the no there were some bad ones ferocious man (laughs) what man what was that i think that'd be a fun survey just see what what of all the cups that ever existed i don't think we have to ask (laughs) people are already pointing it out and like 
part of me is like, I shouldn't really say much, but it's one of those things of like, uh, these are volunteers. I mean, yeah. if if they're paid, they're barely paid. I don't. Yo, I love ferocious. I I need you to time yourself out for about thirty <laughs> seconds. Think about what you just said. Um, <laughs> you only loved it because literally everyone. It's like a advanced play Pokemon where everyone's running the same thing. Um, you're you're cup? playing you're <laughs> playing rock paper scissors with more steps. You know that, right? <laughs> ferocious is rock paper scissors with more steps. Just because it's more complicated doesn't mean it's more better. The 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 work that was put in, I I, it's hard not to be very pessimistic and wonder if it's all going to go to waste. I know there are people. I haven't heard anything. Uh, nobody nobody talks to us, <laughs> um, but people are posting about it on Twitter that they are working on alternatives to keep the grassroots alive. I hope it's successful. I I don't want this. If people are passionate about it and are willing to put in the work, then it will happen. The they'll make something happen. The question is, will the players engage with it? And that's what worries me. Is that with the level the, of engagement is just on a decline? If the right now. if the level of engagement just because of the state of the game is down, the state of morale for PvP drops because. Sulfur Arena is going away. Are you then able to recapture a lot of people if you're going to continue to do grassroots PvP in another format? Because yeah. I don't see locals like in our local store. It's not bringing in enough people. You need the remote tournaments. And Play Pokemon's just not going to be willing to do that. No, they would just rather have you go GBL. It's not that they would rather. It's just they don't. That was the only to, alternative. They don't want to do... Well, GBL's not going to funnel into play Pokemon score. No. There's no way for them to do that. Even though they said they was going to this season, but, you know. They were going to look at the leaderboards. They could make a statement here within the last two, three weeks of the season and, you know, inform that. That could inform it, but... Again, Just like that non-rank, non... What is it? Uh, legend rank Pikachu Libre. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, who knows? You could say one thing and then, you know, internal things could change or what have you. I don't know. It's it's beyond my compre comprehension. And we'll to be fair, JDY, uh, for the comment, the problem with streaming self arenas as a content creator is the pacing. Sometimes yeah. there was 20 to 30 minute waits between rounds. Yeah, it's it's just, it's a numbers game. Like the only reason it's it would make more sense to do it in person. That's honestly one of the reasons we stopped doing it is because the in person tournaments weren't there. Yeah. If the in person tournaments were there and consistent, we could bring in people. I mean, the other problem is location, stream wise, <laughs> Lo like logistically. <laughs> we like, are were one of the pioneers for that. I will put my foot we, down on that. We did our I I the I very first Boulder Cup stream. At a Veterans for War building in Ballard. Yeah, in in North Seattle. I would have to I would have to dig to see if we were the first ever people to to stream a Sylph tournament. I believe we were. Um I have the files not here, but I think on my laptop. I should put those up on YouTube. You should. Um let's let's take that time. Where you yeah, where uh, I did shout casting and you did shout casting, shout -casting and, battling. and battling at the same time because we just couldn't get 
it's complicated and we didn't have all of the right equipment and we, no, it took us we, a long time. No, it was time. rough. <laughs> and now that it's it's one of those things of like now that I have all of the right equipment after the 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 mega tournament in Portland, it's not gonna happen ever again. Yeah. Um and GoFest isn't here in Seattle, so we won't see like a, a Go Stadium tournament here in Seattle. We would have to put something on ourselves. And like trying to get those streams, it's it's inconsistent timing. It's not always the same length. It's not always the same interesting formats for self tournaments. If you can get it in person, that's great. But like, there's so many other factors. I think other than Portland, some of our most successful streams were the charity event streams because those love, were fun off the wall ideas. I totally love doing those. And it's one of those things of like, I, we could theoretically do that again. It's a lot of back end and it, it's still logistics. It's like the one benefit of Sylph is that generally speaking for Sylph tournaments, other people are running the big stuff. We could just run stream. Whereas if we're doing, you know, other stuff, we have a ton more logistic stuff. Like that's a loved having Sylph because there's, all of these people. I mean, that's why we started. Yeah. The in-person tournaments, other people were handling a lot of the other stuff. We could just handle streams. We just showed up and went, hey, we're going to put this on the internet, okay? Cool, thanks. Well, <laughs> we put in, We there was more communication ahead of time. Right. With people like Friskichu, I think primarily Friskichu, the crew down in Portland between Blackshin, Blackshin and Sweetums and the rest of that crew down there. Jamar and them and... The Jamar, coffee shop. And then, yeah, in a Starbucks uh, there in Kirkland. And then the the Ghost Stadium one, like uh, the Honda and the rest of those, that crew are like handling the rest of it. And we're just yeah. handling stream. Like it's just a nightmare to handle. The roughest one we did was with um, the Monroe group <laughs> streaming from the park. Oh, I that one was like, okay, we're just going to try it. Yeah. The other one was the Tempest, the the pseudo yes, at the brewery, the 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 first trial at a mega tournament, um, the Cascadia Clash, which I should have put my foot down and said, "Hey, we would like to stream this," because I had all of I had a bunch of gear, I had all of our normal gear. Yeah, I should have put my foot down and said, "I have my gear. Can we set this up?" Whereas I was a, a I mean, and I still am fairly quiet and bashful as far as talking to people and just we were just like i will just figure something out as far as streaming from we sat in a corner and it it kind of worked the audio quality was terrible we did we also streamed the uh tacoma one yes and that one was we went back to the the previous format of i played so we captured my screen and then you color commentated, and I gave some color as far as my thought process on playing. And I'm just a bad player, and there was just a <laughs> bunch of people. So, I mean, it was fun, but... I forget which cup that was. Because we've done Tacoma, West Seattle, Kirkland, uh, Monroe. We did one with the Valley, but we didn't stream that. No. Uh didn't we nightmare cup we didn't stream that no i'm thinking was it it wasn't jungle way back in the day but like breloom was like 
That was Boulder Cup, but we didn't stream that. Okay. Is that Boulder? Jeez. Yeah. Well, we did stream Boulder in Seattle. We streamed quite a bit in Seattle. There's a couple at the bank there. Um, we streamed at the Unicorn with Al- Alf. Yeah. He I came on stream. I don't. I. I don't remember that like nearly the at Rainbow all. The Rainbow Cup. Right. No, I don't. Rem- I'd have to go back to the stream for that. <laughs> I only vaguely remember that at all. Wow. Was there another Go event happening that weekend? It wasn't like a Go Fest or something, no. was it? Something I, else was happening then. I don't remember. Who's go back and watch the videos? Yeah. It's, I mean, good old days, but it's one of those things. It's like I Maybe don't we put like a compilation together of some of the highlights of those and just as a thank you to self. Yeah, I mean, yeah, puts on. I I'd have to go through hours of footage at this point. Do you have yeah. it on one source? I could do it. I have it between here and oh, between my laptop upstairs. Yeah, which I can put it on. A, I should be able to put it on the hard drive I've got. So yeah, yeah throw can, it at me. I'll run and make something. We can put something together from over the next uh, next couple of weeks. So yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, because they're not ending until August, so I have some time. Yeah. The when is the Season update, changes to championships, no additional battle towers will be held. So we did the first of two. We streamed the first of two. So one of two, which I guess, <laughs> I guess, yeah, I know, yeah, us, <laughs> but like, there could have been so much more though. I just, gosh, yeah, it's quite sudden, especially for the, the arena, for the arena team. That's kind of. Factions was just getting up and going. No, Factions has been going for a little while. They they run s- right. mostly in parallel. But, but this was oh, oh, I mean, as far as like overall momentum of Factions, yeah. yeah. And it's sounding like, and again, I have no additional information. Nobody talks to us directly. I just see what everyone else sees. It sounds like Ghost Stadium might be taking over some of that stuff, which is great. That's there's. I don't think there's a, a different. I don't think there's a better community to 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 help sort of. Keep that running. Yeah, keep that running. But uh, World Championships will be held as a live remote double elimination tournament the weekend of July 29th through 30th. 16 competitors will be invited to compete in a battle to crown the the last self-arena world champion alongside the four continental champions. The remaining 12 seats will be filled by second and third place, third best positioned yeah, that's that's wild. So end of June. Oh, uh, end of July. So yeah, we've got until the end of July. I'd like to put something out at some point. Bunch of other stuff going on too. So, um, there we go again. More ums. Though <laughs> we're getting deep into this, my brain's getting, my brain and my mouth are stopping functioning working with each other it's bittersweet a lot of good memories i think are the the rebrand from washington washington state pokemon go pvp that i don't know why i think you suggested it and i said Yes. Why did I say <laughs> yes to such a long name initially? 
the rebrand to Battle Science, the Battle Science podcast wouldn't be around. The streams to begin with wouldn't be around if it weren't for Sylph yeah. and Sylph Arena. Um, as we- I remember when they when they announced PvP was coming, I was like, "Yo, we gotta stream this." I rem- I vividly remember the evening you came over and were like researching how the hell do we get video off of phones, of phones. And, and onto computers. Because this was, what, Pre- six, five, four, five, five or years six ago? years ago now. Five or six years ago at this point, and we're like, we don't know how this works. Because there were no streaming apps. Twitch didn't have a mobile setup at that point. Twitch didn't have a mobile setup at that point, and Twitch wouldn't have a mobile setup until, like, a functioning, a really good functioning mobile setup until... 2018, I think. Tempest-ish. Yeah. Because we were using it then, but it was kind of janky and not full feature yeah, I, I, think don't think it's, I don't think it's earliest things we did was run a usb capture card from usb 2 we used your giant capture card and slowly shrunk over time do you still have that by the way oh yeah we could do a, a time lapse of <laughs> or a, a screenshot of we went from this to this to this to this to then the card inside the computer that can handle four of those inputs now yeah absolute monster yeah the tacoma matches was we went to two of them there was one with king and all of them at the bigger tournament i played spolic at that tournament was it spolic i believe so the grand bull uh was it grand bull or was it um there was also the swalot swalot spolic what were you running were you running grand bull or were you running swalot because both of those caught me off guard and i mean i'm still a bad i'm still not a fantastic okay yeah player. so it was that tournament yeah it was it was both, both. Ah! <laughs> yeah that's a that's a i mean i i remember that very vividly charm with crunch and no charm wasn't around that so it must have been it was charm bite then bite crunch yeah that was wait then... was charm then or was it very early charm it might have been very, very early, early charm, charm. Again, we'll go back and look at the videos. Yeah. Goodness gracious. But yeah, just putting, I mean, when we first started doing it, we had people reaching out to us. How are you doing that? How are you doing that? Did we? I don't remember. I had people like reaching out. We had uh, Battle Bill. We had, oh, I can go through our DMs, but there were people DMing us asking, how are you recording phone? I don't remember that at all. Don't? No. Uh-huh. No, I remember seeing other people being I mean, I I guarantee you, yeah. If I was if I had the availability to run, was it Crobat or was it Golbat? Cuz at remember. that point Crobat was bad, but Crobat is my favorite of the two. Taco was one of them. Taco was asking about. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, ta- and then Taco went and did I don't even know what's happening with Taco. <laughs> Texas PvP was another one that reached out to us about it. I uh, I don't they must have dropped off the game cuz they're still around in our Discord but they haven't posted anything in a while. Yeah. And then I think Jiggly Dad, but I don't think Jiggly Dad. I so I was a, a guest on a um podcast or two of his 
uh, back right. in the day. And yeah. that, uh, another one of those fond memories of like staying up way too late. And <laughs> yeah. Staying up way they, too late in a Discord call, just hanging with them. You thought it was late. It was three hours ahead for him. <laughs> it was like two, three hours ahead for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like not. Well, I mean, but of course, he was known for streaming way into the night in Pacific Standard Time let alone him living in like Ohio yeah with like an absurd like difference like i do not it, and he was like he's a he was a dad like he had a, a you know young kid and it was like i don't know how you're handling this but <laughs> the conversations were great and i talked to i had the opportunity to chat with some pretty you know pretty good people and some pretty knowledgeable people there two o butters was another one right yeah i one of the one of the people i was able to talk with was two o butters and like i doubt he would even recall any of that maybe or, or like who cares yeah of like eh, i would seem like a reasonable person but like you talked for a couple of hours and then you split and you just never talk to each other again um i got no gripes with them but like hey you remember that one time where you like stayed up super late and you were chatting with jiggly dad and i just happened to be there you probably don't remember me <laughs> it's like one of those things of like yeah, who, who, who cares someone at tony two o butters don't <laughs> i mean uh, what's he gonna say? I don't remember. Remember when? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when this guy was in the just Discord chat with you? He was like, I mean, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> I mean, but like the those chats with Jiggly Dad were like uh, those couple of streams that I watched, and then the I don't remember if it was a podcast or what the deal was. I don't have any for you. I'm getting a message about trades, asking about Tapovini. I don't have I any know Tapovini. Who it is. Yeah, I don't know have any Tapovini to trade you. The yeah, uh, uh, butters. That was that was in Vancouver or Portland early last weekend. The the okay the, the comment yeah, yeah. Uh, that was early on in butters. I think really ramping up. Like he had a ton of knowledge about the game. Um, and I think he was starting streaming then and was just really ramping. And it's really cool to see. I mean, it's cool to see the the experience that any of the the like shoutcasters for play Pokemon where like Speediest Chief is a Sylph champion. Speediest Chief is a, a, a Sylph world champion. And Zionic, I think, is I don't think Zionic's done shoutcasting except for in Europe. I don't know if I've seen him on a play Pokemon stream in a while, but I want to say he was a European champion. Um, trying to think of the rest of the Shoutcast crew for play Pokemon. Wholesome. Gabby was a VGC. Yeah, Gab I mean, that's a really cool sort of swap over of some of that that talent, but just like to, to think of where they all came from. And Sylph is I mean, like the spot. King, Sylph was King the spot. started out in Sylph. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'd have to go back and through see what all King because King was was he doing coaching? What was like the early on? Because there was some like <laughs> I'd have to dig back through some sauce to like figure out some of the like o OGs uh, and self and stuff. And like we can like toot our own horn of like yeah, we were OGs. Like we didn't go very far, but like whatever. Um, like it's cool, and we had great memories and everything. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's we'll see. 
we just kind of have to wait and see. I do hope that the factions format gets brought over, especially by Ghost Stadium, because I think, again, there's no better community to handle that. Yeah. And I don't think it's a format Play Pokemon's going to uh, gonna latch onto. As much as I think a faction-slash-team-based format is maybe maybe just the right energy and just the difference that Go needs to make it distinct between TCG, VGC, and maybe Unite, that I think factions could really bring that X factor. I, I don't think Play Pokemon would, would bring that over. Yep, that sounds about right. Spock's comment. Yeah, that sounds... Yeah, that sounds right. That's right. They were streaming from his apartment. Yeah, well, I mean, Alf Spring brought people over to his apartment for streams like all the time. Right, he but did, no, like, I mean, this was and everything. This was they had. He was sitting in the hallway, and the two people competing were on either side of the rooms. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because they did like there. I remember there being like airbnb tournaments yeah like before or after those big events and yeah. stuff yeah absolutely wild the the i hope the factions keeps around it's it's honestly the big question is does the game continue yeah is where, is where there's a lot of, of uh... there's a lot of community upheaval and it's a, a question of is the community going to be around and does niantic want to continue to support pokemon go and then um, does Pokemon Go continue to support the PvP community? So it's I think it's less because Pokemon Go is a tentpole of Niantic's earnings. I don't think they get rid of it without serious thought. Um, they don't get rid of it without collapsing in on themselves. It will hurt them. Yes, and it's a it's going to take time for them to either like develop per dot as peridot or however in the world is pronounced to become that their own i'm IP. hearing i'm hearing a lot of people saying it's quickly becoming a wizards unite i, I mean uh, that's uh, what peridot is is kind of besides the point it's a true. does it become their ip that can then be their their, their main flagship of, their flagship their source of income that is pokemon go between user base slash player data and just microtransactions unfortunately in my opinion no again neither here nor there but then do they continue to to support pokemon go and then does pokemon go as a game continue to support uh, the the competitive side pvp i know kind i don't of know off topic does. but they also announced the marvel beta release for australia today marvel the marvel game they've been working on i haven't heard anything about it okay so and I know they they have like their NBA game and whatever. I mean, b- but like, who cares? Who cares? Obviously, not, not us. Aren't listening to this? Not, not us. Like, <laughs> like it's one of those things of like somebody out there cares. And I'm not saying you shouldn't care. That's cool. But like in this conversation currently, does Niantic want to continue to support Pokemon Go? And do they want to continue to support Pokemon Go in a way that supports the PvP community? Because that's the crux of it all. We have to then rely on this other thing it's so a double-edged sword in my opinion because from the beginning of the game it's been people like us it's been people that are 
going out there and putting out the groundwork to draw people in to play, keep the game alive and going. And they've they've left breadcrumbs. I think is the best way to put it. If it yeah, if, if people have left, they they have left. They've even the people that have left the tiniest of stones have still left stepping stones for you know the continuing of the community and i think that's really important i don't think there's i don't think there's been a bigger footprint left in the community and like maybe we're going we're we're going way too far on the sylph road and sylph gg leaving i mean i guess sylph gg leaving like there isn't a r slash sylph gg that is going to continue the tournaments sylph gg is just going away and so like maybe that's where it hits us but like the sylph road as content like continuing to be researched is going to continue on r slash silk road which is absolutely massive but the 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 loss especially in the pvp community of silk gg is no small loss no that'll be a hole that'll be very hard to fill so the the grassroots community is more or less the community because the play Pokemon format is we see the same names a lot a lot there is not a, a not a whole lot of great ways to bring in fresh names into that play Pokemon circuit no I don't I don't feel like there's a, a good farm system for bringing in people that are interested unlike casual with Arena where you could it's, Jimmy Bo is one example. He wasn't there when it first started, but we pulled him in and it's 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 one of those things of like, okay, play Pokemon's really cool, but the stakes are higher. Yeah. And you and have there's to, an entry fee. There's an entry fee. <laughs> it's it's this so that the entry fee and there's stakes on the line. Whereas the grassroots, it's just your time. Like who you, you don't have to pay anything. There's no rewards. You can get sweaty on the leaderboards, but you can only get so sweaty. Versus Oh, I could go to Japan and play uh, in front of hundreds of thousands of people. Like, Sylph never really had that level of sweat. Like, it had sweat, but it's still grassroots level of sweat. I mean, they had big turnouts up in the... Right, but, like, you're not playing for, like, a ton of prize money or anything. No. So, like... And that's you're, kind of you're, always the been stakes the, are lower. The stakes are lower. But that's also always been the crutch of self tournaments was you had nothing to lose but you had nothing to gain. It's it's a double-edged sword but one of the edges of that sword is incredibly dull. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like okay, point. it's like uh how oh, that's kind of inconvenient like <laughs> okay, whatever. Like it the whole point was to have again, fun. Yeah, it's 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 grassroots the barrier to entry is incredibly low whereas the play pokemon circuit like can't survive on its own. So <laughs> that's a good way to put it jdy <sighs> we've been going on for too long i mean i kind of par for the course given the topics we had today so um would have been maybe nice to have a podcast recapping portland not in the same podcast as sylph arena going away but yeah I guess in closing, I just want to say if there is anybody that listens to the podcast from Self Arena or from Self Road, anybody that has participated in either of those, anybody that knows people that run those, thank you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Thank you for everything that you guys have done. 
everyone that's participated in any of the tournaments we've been at, we've hosted, we've streamed, thank you. Those tournaments don't happen without you, the participants, any of the volunteers, any of the tournament organizers that have hosted. We've named most of them from Sweetums and Blackshin in Portland, Friskachu here in Washington, uh, Alf's done it, the Kirkland crew with JMR, Kirkland crew with JMR, Ghost Stadium in Seattle with JR Honda, yeah, Twastle, all of them. Thank you. I think Twastle even was helping out with Tacoma, mm-hmm. the Tacoma Regional, so or. Uh, Jim Corn. Oh, that's a name I haven't thought about. There's <laughs> you're like digging up names of like your name in some of our DMs of like people I haven't thought of in a while, and it's like ah oh, yes. I have many more. Yeah, I mean I have the the person that spurred on having us do the podcast with what John's doing is like yeah. like without somebody just being like why isn't there a podcast for this? And I was like, great question. You know what? Why not? Why not? I bought the mics for a podcast that. We got three episodes in and never did again anyway, and now we're what a hundred plus episodes. So in almost three hours, a <laughs> hundred plus episodes of Battle Science podcast, and almost three hours into this podcast. So JDY heard of us through what Krista dude? Whoo! That's another name been out there. So yeah, goodness gracious. So. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We're going to wrap it up here. The Battle Science Podcast, again, we have maybe two-ish, three-ish episodes left before going on hiatus. When we figure out a more solid date, we'll, we'll let people know. This podcast will go up Friday for everyone. Again, the podcast feed will stay. The YouTube channel will stay. We might do some streams, other stuff. I don't know. We'll figure that out. We'll let you guys know when we solidify some more stuff. I just, we needed to put something out and say, hey, this is going to happen before it happened. (laughs) Or, you know, unless we did it after, we announced after it happened and that would just be awkward. I just, something needed to be said. So we're not leaving. We're just taking a break. Taking a break. We're tired. Life stuff's happening. I need to go see a therapist. I don't know about you. I need to go see a therapist. I just need a break. And a dentist. Probably a doctor, too. Have fun with that. Yeah. Mm, Boy, I have cavities all over the place. I guarantee you. I don't need a dentist, whatever. To tell you your teeth are bad. I don't need a dentist to look at my teeth to to tell me that. Whoo! I need to do a ton of things and life happens and continues and we've only been doing this for what five years so you know no small amount of my current existence so I imagine yours as well though you've been on this planet a little bit longer than I have so the amount of time we've been doing the podcast in comparison to your life is a little bit smaller but I mean I'm trying to think if game-wise consistency is probably... the game itself started in 2016. Yeah. So... This is probably now beat out my WoW record. That's nice. Are you less salty or more salty? 
comparing your Go experience and your WoW experience. WoW, I never was salty. Oh, okay. You just were doing a lot. Yeah. Were you playing? I had 13 accounts, if that tells you anything. <laughs> <laughs> How did you not get canned for multi-accounting? You don't get canned for multi-accounting in WoW. Do you have to buy the each expansion for each account? No, it's shared. Okay, good. Thank God. You could have raked I your just got coals. bored playing I mean, certain classes. These, these days, with capitalism, pff, they could probably get away <laughs> with that, but goodness gracious. I think I... Well, to be fair, I think now Smash Ultimate uh, now out right, but you're not doing wow. it. You, you didn't do a Smash Ultimate podcast. You decided to do a Pokemon Go podcast versus yeah. Smash Ultimate. Arguably, back in the day, had I known you and play also played WoW, we might have done a WoW podcast. But you know, the funny thing is, that was the most casual of WoW players. I hated With thirteen accounts. Rates. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the most casual. <laughs> the most casual. All right. Follow us at battle underscore science on Twitter. Head over to the Discord. It's still going to be there. Um, Patreon's going to be there. Battle Science After Dark podcast. Probably going to record that next week unless we have something coming up. I don't think we have anything that's going to interrupt it, but we can always record that on a Wednesday or Thursday. Whatever. Um, that episode. Whatever. Just because... I don't have to figure out the details just because we're going to be stopping Patreon backing for a couple of months. I might switch the Battle Science After Dark podcasts available to the public, but they'll still only be available on Patreon. So you'll have to go over to patreon.com slash battle science to check those out. There's a tag. You can check all of the posts that are tagged. Be sad. And you'll be able to find all of the Battle Science After Dark podcasts there. So I don't think this is our longest episode. No, Portland was. The post War of the Roses. How long was that episode? I'd have to go and check. All right, well, I'm going to hit the stop button, and then I'll check, and then I'll be excited, and I can eat food, and uh, I don't think I'll have time to play. In closing, I would like to say thank you to all of our people that follow us, listen to us, have come to our tournaments with us. It is you guys that make us keep coming back and doing these. Thank you, everyone. You know, in these times where the game seems to be in a bit of a decline, thank you. Thank you for sticking through with us. Hey, Simmy Kid. You also have a good night, everybody who's listening, probably listening on like Friday morning. Hope you guys have a good morning. Hope you guys have a good weekend. Hope you guys catch all of the Fennekin you're looking for. And we will... Oh, my goodness, y'all are coming out of the, the woodwork here in the chat, so... Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, we'll catch you guys out there on the battlefield. Bye.